We have got to go live now. The competent man, J.C. Crew, files for Chapter 11. Is this good morning, the great and merciful Corona Chan? Her, her bounty knows no bounds. Knows no bounds. Let me get a little more centered here. There we go. There we go. Hey, God, is this true? Is this true? J.C. Crew files for Chapter I want to know what was it? Um, not the gap. The buckle. See, because Minnesota, I don't know if you knew this about Minnesota, especially the Twin Cities. Uh, the Twin Cities is where malls first started. I think South Dillon. I'm being deadly serious. This isn't a joke at all. Because of the climate, the harsh, cold climate, indoor malls, I think the first one was Southdale. And if you ever come to the Twin Cities, it's a bunch of malls and rich suburbanite stuck-up chicks. <laughs> I, I forgot. There's some degenerate douchebag uh, city girls, too. <laughs> Which one do you want? Why, well, we got a menu of insufferable Kuantahas here. <clears throat> one or two I did date in the past that were nice. Uh, but anyway, so you go out to the Every Day I Need Attention, and Southdale is out there. And uh, it was an indoor mall because that way rich women in Edina could spend their money while their husbands went out and worked and they didn't have to get cold. And Mall of America is also here. And there was like this spate of uh, uh, cool Abercrombie and bitch. There we go. Amber, are they still in business? Are they all owned by the same company? Uh, J crew has filed for bankruptcy. This is CNN, which is, it's good enough for our purposes. Uh, J crew group, which operates, operates J crew and Madewell brands has become the first national U S retailer to file for bankruptcy protections as the coronavirus pandemic forced a wave of store closures. The clothing retailer said Monday that is filed to begin chapter 11 proceedings, a federal bankruptcy court in the Eastern district of Virginia. The company also said it had reached a deal with its lenders to convert about $1.6 billion of debt <coughs> into equity. Oh, so now the lenders own. <laughs> Not too long ago when I was in school, debt was considered a bad thing. You didn't want a high debt to leverage ratio. And now, now a new generation of dude bros came over. Dude, we borrowed 3% and the assets earn. Seven percent that we can make a lot of money. Yeah, you got to save a cash reserve in case there's a great recession or a housing crash or a, a, a natural disaster like a pen. Dude, bro, I gotta have my yacht. And to to operate, maybe I can let me let me explain it and without going into high finance because it's not it's not that high finance may just vocabulary the average person doesn't understand. <clears throat> Let's say you have a company, okay? And it generates uh, a 10% rate of return. Okay, you get 10% of your money back. Now, you can go ahead and have that all paid for in equity. You know, you, you, you invest $100 million and you get $10 million a year in profits. So that's a 10% rate of return. But $100 million is a lot of money. And a lot of people don't have that kind of money. So what a lot of people are tempted to do is they take $1 million of their money and then borrow $99 million of other people's money at 3%. They invest it into a company that pays 10%. And so they net 7% on that $100 million. 
Okay, follow me so far, right? Because they, they borrow it at uh, three. The company pays 10, so they net themselves a 7% rate of return. But if you look at the rate of return, they only invested a million bucks. They borrowed the remaining 99 million. So now they're entitled to all of that 10 million in profit, but they got to pay out 3 million on interest, leaving them 7 million. For, so for a $1 million investment, they got 7 million. That's a 700% rate of return. Whereas if they invested all 100% or $100 million, <clears throat> bought 100% equity of the firm, borrowed no money to, to buy this asset, this company, that's 100 million that generates um, a 10. And so you only get a 10% rate of return. So 700% versus 10. I think I did the math right on that. So that's what the incentive is to borrow all this money. And that's fine. There are some companies out there, Heinz Ketchup, until it was recently, not recently, it was bought quite some time ago, but Heinz, the ketchup mustard condiment company, which sounds horrifically boring, and it is, but that's the type of company, if you're going to do what's called a leverage buyout, you use debt, use leverage, that's where that term comes from, <clears throat> to buy out a company, you buy boring, regular, staple companies like Coke, right? If a recession comes, you buy about the same amount of Coke as you would uh, Heinz ketchup, Uh I'm trying to think what what other boring, you know, Procter and Gamble, Colgate, very boring. People are still going to take the same amount of shits. They're going to buy the same amount of toilet paper. So you buy Cottonelle in a leverage buyout. But the dude bros like six figs who went to the Carlson School of Management. <clears throat> I, I remember doing case studies. Uh, they would buy airlines, which are horrifically uh, volatile. Horrifically, I don't think there's anything more volatile than maybe Bitcoin. You know, and Bitcoin's a perfect example. Would you go borrow $10 million to buy Bitcoin right now or ever? It's way too volatile. Uh, the, what else would they buy? They, they just they'll buy anything because they're not financial geniuses. They're not intelligent. They're not brilliant. It's just, I'm going to borrow money at this percent and buy an asset at that percent. And you know what? Even if you buy something as volatile as an airline, as long as you bank a lot of that profit away for the case of seven years famine, like for a bad year, for a bad recession, so that when the asset, the economy goes into recession, J. Crew or the airlines don't make as much money, they start losing money, and you've squirreled away a year or two of reserves of cash, okay, cool. That's the long-term point of a leverage buy. All right, that makes sense. But they can't. Dude, bro. And they got to pay out the money in bonuses. They got to pay out the money to shareholders. They don't save for a rainy day. There's no rainy day fund. That's all this is. This is this. High finance is this. This is it. This is high finance. This is all they did in the 80s. And then there's no cash so that when the economy invariably goes into recession, the economy doesn't have to. It just could be an industry thing. The industry could get hit with something. Where's the money, dude, bro? Oh, we spent it on yachts. <clears throat> or they, they go back and even buy more of their equity back at a, uh, in a stock repurchase. So even though that's not borrowing money, you're, the money's gone. You're not buying an asset with it. It's not a liquid form that you could cash in later. It's it's another way to leverage the company, but I won't go into that boring aspect. It's like, where's your money? 
Didn't you say you bought into this risky investment and you saved no fucking money whatsoever? <clears throat> it doesn't have to be a publicly traded firm. I mean, what, uh, hang on. Let me see if I can't find it. Muddy Waters. This is where all the hipsters hung out. Minneapolis. Uh, okay, restaurants. Restaurants are notoriously overleveraged. It's been my dream to run a restaurant. Oh, shut up, Tilly. Shut the fuck up. I was a waitress. I, I attended bar, so I kind of know. <clears throat> Minneapolis Muddy Waters closes its door for doors for goods. And you just go here and, yeah, sure, wow. Could you get any more stereotypical? Could you get any more NPC? Here's the picture of the guy with the tattoo, and here's a sexually amorphous. It, it's just so scripted. About two dozen of Muddy Waters regulars gathered on the sidewalk outside the bar and restaurant on Sunday afternoon to see some familiar faces and place a final order. order. Co-owners Sarah Schrantz and Patty Whelan decided to close the business in Minneapolis Lynn Lake neighborhood for good starting Monday. Most of the customers on Sunday donned face masks and wave to one another, repeating again and again how much they wish they could give a hug. A couple hundred people came. Oh, give them a fucking hug. God, Americans are such fucking pussies. Remember when 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 you used to not live in fear we were Americans? Maybe none of you don't. Maybe that was too long ago. You took your bikes off jumps, you scraped a knee, you swung on the monkey bars upside down, took really big risks. Now you you pussies can't even give each other a hug. A lot of female friends. Hey, give me a corona-infested hug. Bye! We're driving by with our signs. Oh, happy birthday, Tanner. <clears throat> just once, could Americans grow? I know it's not going to happen. But could you just grow a pair and give the bird a crown? Say, fuck it. Whoever gets it, gets it. Let's go. No. We're brave and we're hashtag. I hashtag. We're all in this together. <laughs> Can't wait. Guys, I'm sharpening my knives so much for Operation Evil. I just think it's getting sharper and sharper when I see this shit. Because, like, none of you fuckers deserve to live. None of you. But if you're going to be here and you're going to live, I'm going to turn you into fucking cattle. If you're this dumb, if you're this stupid, and you're able to go work, and you're able to plug yourself into the matrix, I want to be the matrix. I don't want to be the humans. I want to be the ma- I want to be Mr. Smith. Agent Smith? Who was he? <coughs> Mr. Anderson. I want to be Smith. I want I want to live off of you. And you you know what? You guys are oh, you're brave. We're in it together. Chalk sidewalker. Yeah, hugs from a distance. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rubes and yokels. Ba 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 ba. Rubes and yokels. Ba 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 ba. Rubes and yokels. Ba ba da da da. Get him into the tent. Believe in what they're sold, buy in what they're told, smoke in what they're rolled. Can't get enough of that shite, right? Sorry, it's a song that a buddy of mine made 15 years ago called Rubes and Yokels. <clears throat> get them into the tent. But the think of the word bankruptcy. 
What's the first word in bankruptcy? Bank. Implying you have a relationship with the bank. Are you a board of directors on the bank? No. Are you an employee of the bank? No. Are you a shareholder of the bank? No. What's your relationship with the bank? Oh, you're the bank's bitch. You borrowed money. You have debt. And if you don't have debt, you can't file for bankruptcy because there's no mortgage payment. There's no interest payment. And you can see, and this is one of those things, like, how do you know? You know, because you can't file for bankruptcy if you don't have debt. I guarantee if we looked at their finance, Sarah Schrantz and Patty Whelan had that thing already borrowed to the hilt. They're making that much profit. And then with this little hiccup, well, okay, rather a big hip, hiccup came along with the bug. Oh, you don't have the margins? You don't have the, but let me guess. It's always been your dream to run a bar in the cool hip part of town where tatted up, you know, tetanus infected people walk by with, oh, it's been your dream. Well, fuck financial reality, huh? It's your dream. You know what? You should be bailed out by the government because you're strong, independent business women, right? You don't need no man except for now a bailout. That's, that's unfair on my part because they did not call for a bailout. They decided to close it down. So <clears throat> that's, that's fair. But how many of these, you know, strong, independent uh, businesswomen are now declaring for it? Everybody is declaring for it. I shouldn't even pick on women because every dude bro douchebag is now asking for a government because nobody saved their fucking money. So J. Crew, uh, the clothing retailer said Monday it had begun at that one billion equity. The retailer expects to stay in business and emerge from bankruptcy as a profitable company. Yeah, well, when you forgive like almost two billion dollars of debt, I I'd imagine you you might have lower operating expenses. Yes. Uh, made well, the fast-growing denim denim brand that had been slated for an IPO will remain part of the business. We'll continue all day-to-day -day operations. J. Crew CEO Jan Singer said in a statement, the bankruptcy filing doesn't necessarily mean the company will go out of business. Many firms use bankruptcy to shed debt and other liabilities they can't afford while closing up unprofitable operations and locations. But this is unique time for retail bankruptcy. Many stores have been closed by quarantines and stay-at-home orders. Retailers also frequently use store closes sales to liquidate inventory and raise cash they need to fund operations during bankruptcy or organization. J. Crew, bada ba. But dude, bro, how am I going to look? What is? What are those other companies called? Wait, I got to check. Did Jack come on? Jack has it come on. We're expecting Jack sometime. Hang on. Amber Crombie and Fitch. Amber Crombie and Fitch. Uh, Let's go to a wiki. Okay. Yeah, here it is. Holister Company. These type of dude, American Eagle Outfitters and Aeropostale. Yeah, like... If we could just start lacing cyanide in the clothing, that'd be great. That'd be great. Revenue. Wow. <laughs> Amber Crombie and Fitch. 3.5 billion in revenue. 
their uh, net income is seven million. That is a sliver of profit. That is half a percent, if I do the math right. Yeah, equity. Uh, one point two got half. Half their assets are um, financed by debt. So here's the perfect – expect them maybe to file for bankruptcy next. They make a paltry $7 million on $3.5 billion in sales. And half their, their asses are financed by debt. So, yeah, they got a big they're, – they're fucked. Don't be surprised if you see them filing for bankruptcy next. Holister Company. This is, this is such a metaphor. See, I don't know what the young kids wear anymore, but these were the type of companies that if you didn't have their clothes, you weren't popular when you weren't lit. And and little did you realize what thin ice they were on. Just like the people who wore their clothes, like they never amounted to anything. They weren't in bed. That was their big celebration. They had their clothes. They they wore the fancy clothes in high school. Look at us, we're fancy. And then poof, they went away like a collapsing star. Just like the company did. Uh so Holister. They look to be privately held, so they don't know. We won't know what their uh, Amber Crombie kids. Yeah, they're fucked. They're all fucked. Uh, let me get to the super chats because you guys are already throwing them in here, so I don't get too far behind. We got a lot of news to go through. This might be a short one. I don't know. I always say that, and then like five hours later. Fed... Fed's buying ETFs LQD and JNK. Is that junk? What's LQD? LQD ETF. LQ, was that liquid? Market iShares. Why LQD? What is LQD? Corporate bonds? Oh, they're buying corporate bonds. Okay. I wish they buy corporate equities. Investment grade corporate bonds. Okay. All right. So they're buying corporate bonds. And what was the other? JNK junk bonds, I bet. JNK. JNK ETF. High yield bond. Yeah, it's usually a junk bond. Welcome to Globe. No, I'm not, I'm not telling you anything about me. Global State Street Advisors. Just tell me what JNK is. <sighs> okay, websites are completely worthless. It just doesn't tell you anything you need to know. I'm going to assume it's junk. So the Federal Reserve <clears throat> is buying all the debts of these corporations. I wonder if they're on fire sale right now. That'd be a good idea if they're on fire sale. I, I don't care anymore. I just I, I appreciate the information coming. I mean, it's that bad now. The federal the federal government's going into and buying up uh, securities. I know. I just don't care anymore. I just don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna go visit uh, uh, Elkins uh, down in Chicago tomorrow. Uh, gonna visit some friends. Uh, I'm not gonna worry about anything. Uh, there was an article. I think. Locally here where you had the, the, I'm going to call her the Minnesota state parasite, like, you know, the state bird, state flower. This is the Minnesota state parasite. And I'm too tired to write an article about it because it, it's not going to matter. And I'm probably going to fly out to Vegas and go to Moab after this uh, because I just, I, I don't care. I don't care. 
we're just printing our money. We're printing our money to get us out of out of the problems. And we are lucky as all fuck that we are the world's reserve currency right now. Lucky as fuck. Oh, don't worry. We're not going to get out of this unscathed. Housing prices over the long run, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, they will go up. Stock prices, meaning retirement, marketable securities, that's what we use to fund our retirements. All of you, all you pension people, all you people who have your 401ks or IRAs, those prices are going to be jacked up too. If you millennials thought you couldn't afford rent, you don't think you could afford housing, you don't think you could afford retirement, oh, just wait. Just wait. And if, if that's it, we're not going to get through life through hard work, tightening our belts, knuckling down and kicking ass like Americans used to. There are no real Americans anymore. And now we're doing hashtag we're all in this together and we're making cute little bullshit on our masks. God almighty, if I was any kind of, I saw a picture of a police chief with a thin blue line. I'm like, take that fucking thing off your mat. Just take it the fuck off. It was in the United Kingdom. They painted their cars, the rainbow-colored flags, the police cars. Because that's what the business of cops should be, is making a statement to support gay rights. That should be implied in human rights. Okay, but you're going to paint your car. This, oh, are you copying or are you virtue signaling? What are you fucking doing? And I don't care if it wipes out a million fucking people. Are we going to stand up when are you going to stop fucking cowering? When are you going to knock it off with this shit? When are you going to say, fuck this bullshit, I'm getting myself a Big Mac, and I, I'm going to hug friends. I'm not going to hug my old grandma. I got that. I'm not going to hug my obese friend who's got the diabetes. All right? I'm not going to uh, the frail young girl who has always had medical conditions and, and uh, chronic Respiratory infection, not going to hug her. But you know what? Me and my buddies, we're going to grab some fucking cigars. We're going to grab some fucking booze. And we're going to go smoke. And we're going to play some fucking poker. God, my some people. Oh, we're sick. Wave to us through the window. Fuck you. Fuck you, you non-Americans. I don't. Yes, risk. Live life. Do you want to live life like you're cowering, like fucking cowards? Living under rocks? <laughs> what do you want to say? Fuck it. I'm going for a motorcycle. Fuck it. I'm ordering a steak. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, man. That's I don't care. And, oh, we're not. We're going to print off more money. That'll solve the problem until the next problem. So I, I just, dude. It's like Hans Gruber. They're talking about how he was falling from the from the Nakatomi Plaza and just goes. As they were saying, he should have grabbed the gun and unloaded it as he was falling. That's me. I'm in the last 20 years of my life. I am going to pull the gun and start firing back. Not in a literal sense, on, but I am. I don't care about society anymore. I want it to just die and suffer. It's going to do it on its own. I don't have to lift a finger. I'm going to enjoy it happening. But as I fall down to my death, I want to take a couple parting shots through Operation Evil. Juan Cabrera, think dude bros are bad? eBay search Supreme Brick. What's eBay? All right, let's do that. Juan Cabrera, eBay. 
What's Supreme Brick? God almighty. Now you got me scared. What am I going to look at? There's just a brick that says Supreme. I don't get it. You could buy a, a brick that just says Supreme. I, Dr. Oatmeal for five bucks. I wear a mask and gloves during even during a Zoom call. This makes me amazing and brave while I'll pursue my Korean sculpture sexuality degree. <laughs> uh, you know why there aren't so you're not gonna find Korean uh, studies? Because, well, one, there's nothing to study in North Korea, but South Korea says you'd be like, oh, so we should all like be majoring in engineering and making lots of money and, and having no debts. Is that what we should be doing? Which would then immediately eliminate the entire liberal arts department. I bet you they don't even have studies like that. Korean studies or English studies over in South Korea. Dave Wood, 28 for five bucks. Took a drive in the Wazese. The fancy cars were out and about. Yeah, I was driving around today, to, uh, yesterday and the day before too. I took a nice motorcycle ride and a lot of, lot of classic cars out. But it was very nice here in the Twin Cities this weekend. Also saw a storage lot where people pay to store their boats and their IVs. Leverage. Oh, yeah. Dude, if you are driving around the Wazese, there's so much debt. So so little equity in people's private. Nobody owns anything. No one owns it. Does it? Nobody owns it. No one owns the boats. No one owns their car. I think the only people I know who are debt free are like people I know here, like Elkins. But he don't have no assets. You know, he he doesn't have a car. He doesn't have a house. Um, Atham, he pays cash for his education. But I'm talking, you know, people my age, the, the Gen Xers, you know, when you're supposed to be in the midst, in the thick of white picket fences and houses and cars and everybody. And well, perfect example, my uh, agent in, in the field in Denver, our Denver agent in the field, that the neighborhood he lives in, oh, it's all that, oh, a house of cards. It's just a house, nice houses, all made out of cards, credit cards. And the stereotype, it's it's like they never grow up. But the stereotype, the 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 trophy wife Karen, uh, or just the trophy wives who he better, he better, he better. Uh, it's true. It's all true. Like they need a new SUV. They why? Well, my wife. He talks to him. Well, my wife wanted a new basement. <laughs> oh, I could barely get by. I bet I gotta talk to him. Because it's just a fascinating insight and quote into the quote successful people of America's their lives, and they're not successful. It's all fake. But now that the great and merciful Corona Chan has blessed us, uh, I'm real curious because these guys are in good times under under I'll call it Trump's economy. Under Trump's economy, in good times, they're living paycheck to paycheck. Now, oh god. <laughs> All those, but said, you know, I could see there's some real money out there in the Wazese. It's true. They got, they got, they got, there's some real money. There's some people that own some real boats. There's some real wealth, but man, I knew these people where like their boat, it's kind of, I think everybody has that. The vehicle is the number one thing. You know, I knew one guy and gal couple, they were renting a dumpy apartment, but he had a Corvette. And it was important they had a Corvette and everything was about the Corvette and just destroyed. And it got repossessed. Uh, I know people who have like a, a dinky house. There's nothing wrong with a dinky house, but then the boat's bigger than the house and they got to park it out front. 
and they kind of get in trouble with the city because it's too big or it violates some code. <clears throat> We're going to have the boat because they can't. They have it on their on the property because they can't afford a dock. Oh, they got to have that boat, man. Uh, a truck. I know a truck, this monster truck with all the doodaddery, uh, spent more than enough to put a very hefty down payment on a house. But it, it has all this shit you'll never use, a depreciating as it was my truck. Those people who vest their value in life in physical assets, not investments, toys, consumer items, things that depreciate in value. Hey. Rubes and yokels, ba 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 ba. Rubes and yokels, ba 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 ba. <sighs> yeah, and RVs. RVs is another thing. Been my dream. It's my dream. Uh, Syndicate Chief. What did TJ have you do for losing the bond debate? Uh, I, I sang the I'm Very Sorry song on the Masculine Geek podcast, which you can find by searching Masculine Geek on YouTube or going to MasculineGeek.com. And then I paid him 25 bucks, which was the cash bet. And then I also had to buy – we the bet was the 25 bucks, the Very Sorry song, and then we'd have to buy each other uh, our, a respective poster that we liked on, on uh, Amazon or wherever we found it, a Cowboy Bebop poster. And he found this really good looking poster. It was really good. It was a person who drew Spike Spiegel. Very well done. It's like 54 bucks. I'm like, fuck you. And he was fair. He was fair. He's like, ah, the one I want is 54 bucks. I said, fuck you. 54 bucks for a That was just the poster. That didn't include shipping. I said, what? <laughs> Are you from the white Zayze? Are you female? What? So I, I threw 25 bucks in to subsidize his purchase of the egregiously overpriced uh, Spike Spiegel Cowboy Bebop po- poster. But I stand I stand by my that Goldfinger is be- is the best James Bond movie because I forgot I chose we chose it settled on the great one at sinlibsoch.com to be the arbiter and judge of this because he is a fair man. But just because he's a fair man doesn't mean his taste in movies absolutely suck. And I forgot about that with The Great One because he didn't like um, uh, The Man from Uncle, the remake, which was a very well done movie. He didn't like that. He thought it was ass. He's one of those weirdos like DT, who's broadcasting, by the way, um, who likes aliens and alien and John Carpenter films and the thing and actually knows the difference between blade runner and blade runner uncut and all these other nerdy you know, weirdos that like uh big trouble in little China. And I was like, Oh, that's right. The great one's mind is compromised in that regard. And you could tell right off the bat, he was very methodical about it. He went through his methodology you knew I was law. I knew I was going to lose it because the categories were Bond girls, Bond villain, gadgetry, support, uh, like who played MQ and all those other people. Uh, so he had it. And when he went and rated the Bond girls in Goldfinger on an average of 4.5 on a scale of 1 to 10, because he doesn't like classical beauties like Pussy Galore. I think Jill was another. Like these gals were these bombshell babes and any bond girl is a 10 like okay 
making an eight or nine in there, but all, they're all tens. That's why they're Bond girls. And he's like, pussy galore, a four. And I'm like, get, okay, all right. And so I knew, I knew TJ was going to win this one because our, our measuring stick was off. The unit of measurement was off. Our, our, the, the instrumentation was flawed. And so next time, if, if I'm going to have the great one's fair, there's no doubt about it, but he's flawed. You know, he's just wrong. <laughs> and then he didn't like the music of Goldfinger. I'm like, how can you not like that classy, jazzy 60s? Yeah. It was like almost uh, Peter Gunn-esque. Oh, the music, well, it was a four. Like, And then now that behooves the question, what's the great one's favorite Bond flick? Probably Moonraker. Junk Barclays high-yield Bond ETF. Yeah, probably a junk Bond. Dr. Oatmeal for five bucks. George Washington never expected it to come to this. None of, none of them thought we'd be this great either. None of expected this. You can always expect societies to inevitably become parasitic, lazy fucks like we've become. You can always expect it. It's, it's, all, it's, it's just human nature. It's just human nature. Um, I got a client. By the way, if you've sent me a request, please check your spam folder at ask for asshole consulting email. I responded to all of them. A couple of people haven't gotten back to me, maybe because the price is too high. But one of them, He's dating a girl in Mexico, and she's wonderful and great, and everything is awesome. I'm like, single mom? No. Okay, got a job? Yes. <clears throat> Any of this? I need money for my parents back home. Nope. But she started getting fat. No shit. Really? Really? Women get fat after you start dating them? I had no idea. I <laughs> just... It's... I look at it like, okay, got, like, team human race. We're all here, right? Black, white, short, tall, <clears throat> chaparito or non-chap. We're all here, right? Okay, we're all going to die, right? We got this thing in co- We're all going to die. We're here now. Let's make the best go of it, huh? Team human. Oh, fuck no. How can I screw over that person? How can I screw over this person? Can I get the free gimme dats that way? Can I go major in diversity and inclusion and get some make work government job and live off the taxpayer? How can I benefit myself without having to do any fucking work? And that includes like, oh, we're committed now? So I could stop trying. The whole reason you started dating or like at least 75% of the reason you were interested in me was my physique and beauty because men are more interested in physique and beauty than women are. Oh, yeah, fuck, I'm going to throw it because now I got you. Men do the same, but it's not as important. It's just like, oh, all the all the money you said you had because you took me on your boat in the Wiseze and this and that and that and this, but you didn't tell me it was all debt spending versus equity spending and you really don't own a house and the bank does? I don't care. You spent money on me. Where's the money? Oh, God, did I see that? Holy cow, did I see that in the financial crisis <clears throat> where dude bro Mc, McDickless couldn't keep the facade up, like would borrow money, borrow money, borrow money. None of his companies made money. Always the new deal. And he'd come out of it with less than he'd borrow more money. 
but he buy fancy cars and the wife had no fucking clue what his finances were. Cause frankly, let's be honest. Most of you girls don't bother to learn basic personal finance and you sure as fuck aren't going to learn about what a balance sheet is, what the difference between debt and equity financing is the, and these gals, they didn't, they didn't know. <clears throat> they thought their husbands were rich. They thought they were successful, rich businessmen. And then, then the money, then the bank wouldn't extend the loan. And then the guy had to file for bankruptcy. And then the car company took the car. And then the bank, if it was, we'd take the house. And then the divorce would come. (laughs) And so we get, it's like, could we just give it a shot, guys? Can we give it one shot, team human? Huh? Can we go and kick some ass? No. How could I be a lazy fuck? How can I how can I do it so that I don't achieve excellence? I just want to sit here, play my video games, jerk off to the porn. I don't want to work out. I want the free food and the shit. I don't want to go hiking in Moab. I want to sit here. I want to sit here. What what do you people do? Not you guys. I know you guys, everyone listening is good to go out. They did like for a perfect example. Perfect example. If you're on Team Human, like the good team, not Team Parasite. Okay, let's break it down that. There's Team Human. We're Team Human. Go Human. But then there's Team Parasite, which are humans that want to live off of Go Team Human. Yet claiming to be equal and deserve an entitlement. We're the motherfuckers that went out, went running and hiking and enjoyed the day. We didn't stay at home. We didn't headquarter at home. We went out and lived. We gave a big ass finger to the government and to Corona Chan, not Corona, coronavirus. The great merciful Corona Chan loves you, loves all of us. Which, by the way, should all be sharing and spreading the word, the link to the holy gospel of the great merciful Corona Chan today. Those are your team human. We went out like we fed the fish. I'll tell you about the fish later. Not good fish feeding this time, though. But then the other ones, staying at home, Karen looking through the blinds, reporting people having fun. People like lecturing, you got to stay at home, staying home themselves. Oh, you guys, fuck you guys. Just fuck you. Once again, I'm going to go to my house in South Dakota and I'm going to smoke cigars on my patio and I'm going to hike and then I will die. And hopefully I'll have some brilliant books written in between that take gobs of money from Team Parasite not only compensating me for all the taxes you've stolen from me, but way more as a as a huge uh, dollop of interest on top of the pain I had to suffer for you guys destroying society, for you not allowing society, for you Wyoming three, for you barren Karens out there. I'm going to get my money and thrice more back. I don't know what I'll do with it. I know I'll buy some overinflated stock prices because everyone's going back into the buy a, a leverage buyback business. Judd Grover for two bucks. Most stores don't have tall people clothing. Fuck them. <clears throat> yeah, they've they um. I know, like I used to go get my shoes at Target. You could go get cheap pair of shoes, boots, whatever at Target. They don't have men's shoes no more at Target. It's all women's shit. All women's shit. I go to Fleet Farm now to get my my boots. 
Christopher, now, wow, 20 bucks. Thanks, Chris. Fed is not federal. I know, I know. <clears throat> Fed is our private central bank, the Federal Reserve. Yes, they're cre creating Zimbabwe ducks buyback corporate debt. Ba -da -ba -da -ba. It's an arm of the government. It's, it's, not, it's not this, yes, it actually has shareholders. Yes, the ma majority of those shareholders are other banks. Yes, it pays a little bit of a dividend. It's a tool of the federal fucking government. That's what it is. It's our printing press. It's a magic trick. And now behind this magic curtain, oh, we print off money and no inflation. Ignore the man who's jacked up housing prices. Ignore rental prices. Ignore tuition. Ignore the price of cars. Ignore that man behind the curtain. Pay no attention to him. Oh, geez, look more. Wait, is Jack it? No, Jack's not. Jack must be busy. <clears throat> Bond filming starring Joe Biden. Old pull my finger. <laughs> Adriana Ramos. Pussy Galore was in her late 30s on Goldberg. I know, she was still hot. And dude, do you guys remember the scene where Pussy Galore's flying circus? They, they land the planes and all the girls come out with their pointy booby bras and they're all in their black jumpsuits. I think it was. They're all like platinum blondes. Handles like a saint, Skipper. Whatever the girls said. You weren't paying attention. It was just a bunch of knockout tens, like in outfits with pointy boobs. And here's here's great one. Uh, it's a 4.5. I wouldn't fuck them. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, great one. I mean, you might as well ask for like a 1970s Soviet Olympic judge, to be honest. Okay? You might as I might as well. I might as well rely on Chinese uh, figures for both their economy and the Wuhan flu. Zachary Lynn, five bucks. Cappy, how do you deal with grieving and death? If you had a close friend or girlfriend pass, is there anything special you would do? My dog died. Um, I'm kind of okay with that. I've been almost scarily uh, accepting of death. Because, you know, I've had family members die and not, not the immediate family, but like when my grandparents died or a close uncle died. Uh, I've had friends die uh, suicide. The, the I, I won't lie. It's, it's a cheap cop out. I was too fucking busy worrying about surviving. If you are in the lower echelons of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like you just got to worry about food, clothing, and you don't have the energy or time. You feel sad. You feel bad. I think the the most choked up I got was when a buddy, a good friend, not my greatest friend, but a good friend, but he was one of the guys. He died at the age of 28. We were 28. And it was more watching his mom sob uncontrolled because this guy had kidney issues and he wasn't supposed to die. He was supposed to make it. Everything was fine. They changed his medicine up a little bit. And I guess his body didn't take and he didn't wake up the next day. That was the hardest part. It wasn't that my buddy was gone. It was that his mom was so pain. And you can't imagine what that's. You just can't. And you just felt sad. Um, <clears throat> so uh, that was probably. But, but it was, okay, tomorrow you get to work, motherfucker. And God, you better hope it's not cold out. Because your car might. It just. You don't, you know, that same thing with, I guess, war. I, I maybe if any of you have been in war, I'm, I'm going to assume I claiming it was like war. I'm just saying something parallel to it where your buddy dies or gets shot or something bad is happening back at the home front. Uh, you got to shoot the fucking terrorists coming at you. 
Uh, you you got to go shit in the desert and bury your shit and burn it, so the rats don't come and the snakes don't come after the rats. It's not until you get back home and this I speculate where PTSD and everything settles down. Do you realize just what the fuck happened? Or your brain slowly digests what's happening. But if you're in the thick of it, just trying to get by, I, I, and, you know, I don't know. I, 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 that's sad. Yes, yes. Grandma died. I miss grandma. I love grandma. But grandma's back. Okay, I get back to work. Uh, but uh, I have had bad things happen. Where times were not as tough, so you had more time to realize what was happening. And the only thing is time. But how I got through the worst part of my life was running. And and because you're supposed to look, number one, realize grieving the, the loss of someone or your dog, you wouldn't be human, you wouldn't be natural, you wouldn't be right if you weren't grieving and feeling like shit. So that's good, I guess, in a way. <clears throat> so it's fine. It's perfectly normal. But what what I've found that works best is running. And I'm even doing that now. I, I ran six miles five days in a row. Legs are shot. I ended up having to take them. Today is break day. Um, and it just put me in a way better mood. And I know it's a cheat. I know it's a, a cop-out. But you're just basically forcing your body to kick in some endorphins. And that's just time. That's all that uh, all that happens. Hey, what's up, Shamo? Not much, asshole. Not oh, much. Good. How have you been? Uh, pretty good. Not too bad. It was a good weekend. Um, nothing exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we pray for these it's days. Just, no, I, I, I don't want. I, dude, give me chaos. Give me something. Give me some fucking shit to deal with. Um, but oh, you want to, you want to trade places. You want to trade places no, at work? No, no, because you know, I know the 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 position you are in life. I know you have a job. You have to be there. And uh, I I claw, crawled my way out of. I don't have to. I'm I'm going. I'm going road tripping. And our governor extended the the stay. And I'm gonna and nothing's stopping us. It's not like I'm doing anything heroic or protest. I'm just like no. I guess I'll go to Utah. I guess I'll go hike for a week or two. Wait, and you're, go fuck you're off. At- you're actually making use of your time? I always make use of my time. You're not protesting? <sighs> what? No. Protest, no, protesting. You know not to protest, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, I was, all right. I was being sarcastic. Your, your gain is real big. You want to turn your gain down a bit? You, I don't, how do I do that? How I don't that? know. There should be a gain button. This is better? Oh, not up. See if it... This? Say check, checkity check. check, check. Checkity check, check. check. Turn it down more. Check, check. No, that's not it. I guess just lean away from the microphone. You're fine. No, don't, don't worry. Don't fuck with it. It's okay. It's just, just a touch loud. Just a touch loud. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Anyway. Uh, Scott Ludke for $1.99. Do you, a good war like World War Three could buy the United States time? Uh, no. We, we need a Great Depression, and that's not going to happen. We we need to suffer. So like, pe- well, you see a little bit of it. Like now, people are spending time with their families because they're forced to. Uh, but we've been so conditioned that people are rejecting their own children. You know, like uh, like a body rejects an organ transplant. Uh, so you can already see on a genetic psychological level, we're not even like wanting to take care of our own damn kids. 
Uh, and there is no bailout. No one is, is being forced to suffer and actually tighten their belts. People, they're, they're calling for rents not to be paid. People are just not paying their rents. Uh, there's no, we, you need to starve and be cold and suffer and go homeless for a serious percentage of the time. Then you will relearn what the value of your fellow man is, what a tribe is, what a family is. But with the government coming in and, and constantly intervening and preventing people from hitting rock bottom, we will not learn. So no, World War Three, all World War Three would just make us in the, the current culture we got right now, even more uh, global. It, it, we'd come out with it because we have nuclear weapons in the largest military and right now the best economy of sure. the world's shitty economy. And this this basically unsustainable economy and this consumerism and this love the government, fuck the family, uh, fuck your children. You it it would just be spread glow, you know, like blue jeans is popular. Ooh, you know, Korean pop. You ever watch Korean pop? No, not yet. Is no, it good? no, it's shit. But <clears throat> that's my whole point. Is it's starting the like these uh these TV reality shows like uh, The Mask or you perform live, The Singer, those type of things. Do you have them in Europe? Mm, we've got The Voice is one. The Voice, right, right, right. That shit. That was in the United States. And like like herpes and corona and cancer, it spread across the world. Now you got K-pop, which is the Korean version of that. And you guys oh, got The yeah. Voice. Yeah. Now I know what you mean. Yeah. Right. I mean – for all their evil, the Soviets were right on a couple things, like the debauched and the debased culture, the mm -hmm. consumer's culture. They would say that would spread. They weren't terribly unwrong about that. No, I mean, uh, what's it called? Like consumerism is way out of hand. Right. Materialism. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's – it could be the Soviet Union. It could be Asian cultures like – you're not listening to rap, that kind of stuff. It could be a very religious, you know, maybe Muslim or even some of the Christian types. Like, you're not doing that. I had a, a client, he's Muslim. All he wants to do is go to rap concerts, but his, his parents won't let him. <laughs> you, know, you know what's that's called? Parenting. Parenting, right, right. And, and but, you know, and I, I'm, I, I wrestle with my libertarian ideals. Like, well, he can go do what he wants to do as long as he suffers the consequences. Uh, but this is not to say that these traditional cultures or traditional adversarial economic ideologies aren't incorrect about the uh, excesses of capitalism can lead to uh, a debauched society. I'm, I'm not. I'm not terribly disagreeing. But isn't libertarianism um, bounded to government and not necessarily families? Because the principles of socialism work in the family. Because you've got children and children can't work to right. be of value. They and have dad's to a dictator, be... basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. So right. I wonder no. if libertarianism transfers over to family. No, it's if you have you have dependents, you have children, yes, you need to have a dictatorial communist government essentially on that microscopic scale. Mm -hmm. uh, but once you turn into a legal adult, libertarianism is well, do whatever the fuck you want, but you're gonna pay for it. Yeah. Which we don't have. <laughs> right. You know. I'm I'm Tiddly Magoo and I'm going to major in women's studies and borrow time. Well, too bad you better pay. You could do that. Yeah, you you could do that, but you better you better pay for it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna date the the aspiring rap artist Thug and not use protection. Oh, you you could do that, but when all of a sudden you're breeding his kid and all of a sudden he gone 
And then you're in the family photo with a kid that doesn't exactly quite look like everybody else. You know, you you know, and meanwhile, we're kind of cheering on Tyrone because it's like, well, you know, I, I walked in the jungle with a bunch of meat, raw meat, seasoned meat attached to me, right? And a tiger attacked me. You know, I'm cheering for the tiger at that time. I'm going to cheer for (laughs) go tigers. Um, My main girl asked me about that. I was just, I was just telling you that, that's libertarianism is you are free to do whatever you want as long as you're hurting no one but yourself and you're not asking us to bail you out. That's it. So it's a very hands-off. Well, what about your girl? Oh, that one. Well, because she tried to major in the arts, we were talking about that. And um, I was like, you can learn that all via the internet and things like that and uh, on whatever uh, people who will mentor you just – without schooling and the government involved being involved in it. And she asked me, what if you had a daughter? And I'm like, well, first of all, she's going to major in something that's of use. And if she wants to study art, she's going to go to the library or pay for it herself. Right. But first, as long as she's under my roof, she's going to do well, not necessarily do what I tell her, but at least follow my rules as in, Sure, I'll pay your education if there's value in it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, daddy paying for education. This is the checklist. Mm-hmm. And as long as even one of those things isn't on there, I'm not paying for it. Well, it's an interesting question she asked. I don't know if she realized what she did it. <clears throat> Why would you treat you you treat the number one plate universally? You treat everyone universally. And she thinks, well, but what if she's your daughter? Who gives a shit if she's my daughter? Why I treat you the same. I want you to do well. Why would I treat my daughter any differently? I find that very interesting. I would go way harder on my daughter. Like, okay, that sounded bad. But you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. no, you're not going to do that. No, you're not going to wear that. No, you're not hanging out with him. No, you're not going to major in that. Mm -hmm. Like... But for some, that's a good point you brought up there. Like for some odd reason, all of a sudden, when you said boundaries, people think you will drop the boundaries when it's family. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I treat my family way worse. Like I mean, real worse. If they don't live up to my standards, I just cut them off. You're a yeah. nuisance. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just kind of find that interesting. Yeah, but what if it was your own kid? Ah. Uh, yeah, probably like you. I'd be like, yeah, we probably even have more lectures and sermoning and yeah. and all that. But no, I, I I just find it real interesting. Like, oh, oh, it's your daughter. Oh, well, here's a whole different set of hypocritical rules that I hold for other people because I'm a nepotist because I have a family private. It's like, no, motherfucker, we're gonna treat everybody the fucking. Yeah, I don't care. Well, God Almighty, it's the same thing. I got plenty of females in my life. And I've treated them all. And you know what? I'm the dick. I'm the asshole. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. I'm the dick and I'm the asshole. But in the end, it's at least that consistency is going to pay off because down the, at the end, you know, 10, 15 years from now, you can tell your daughter, <clears throat> no, what did I tell you? And this is why a lot of guys who are fathers, it, they're not on the YouTube. That's private concern. But a lot of them, I'll say, film the conversation you're having with your daughter or son saying, when you major in this shit, this is what's going to happen. When you go down this path, this is what's going to happen. Because they'll forget that conversation. And then you could bring it back up and say, here's what I told you. 
Now that you are $100,000 in debt, you have some guy's kid that you can't afford, and now he's gone, here's what I told you. Uh, and that's about all you can have at that point. You have to really let go of them and not, not care for them anymore. But we have something they didn't have. We have examples on video and on paper. Right. Like if, like, what if, if you became, by whatever reason, a father? And in 18 years, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I okay. Know. Snip, snip, snip. And you have a daughter who wants to go to college and things like that. You could just sit her down next to you, go to Google and and search for yeah. all these all these women that majored in that. Like, honey, she's 35 right now. She did what you wanted to do. Do you want to end up like this? It's like leading by example. But now mm -hmm. it's monkey see, monkey don't. <clears throat> and I agree with you. But here's what, again why I've really given up on society where I've just I thrown know. in the time for right or left Democrat, Republican, libertarian, socialist, doesn't matter to me anymore. I have done that <clears throat> with enough people that I cared about, be it little girls and I want them to go into STEM, be it brothers where it's like, Hey, stop doing this, uh, whatever. And you can sit them down. Like you just explained there, Jack and show them, you know what? They're going to do what they want to do anyway. And th that's where I've kind of just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I've, you can, and the lesson to learn, you can get all angry and pissed off. The lesson to learn is to give it the fuck up and not care and move on. And that is, that's where the Voyager two spacecraft is way out now in the Oort call. That's, that's where we're on the Vanguard where I know mm -hmm. a lot of people are looking back, like, how do we do this for finance how do we do this for a career how do i get the girls what do i do when i capture one the girls management uh all this other stuff but in the end you're going to find out the vast majority of people are going to be fucking letdowns and you're going to at this transcends the girls or finance and for your own mental safety or sanity and serenity and health is to let the fuck go. Even when your own fucking daughter that you sat down and talked to, it said, da 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 I'm gonna follow my dreams, and da 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 I was like, fine, bye. And I have a buddy, and he, he told me, he's like, if my daughter goes and becomes a feminist or majors in that stupid shit, I will disown her. Because he's he went through hell to get this kid to where she is, and he's invested a lot in her. And if she does it, because like, okay, fine, done. Yep, fine, see ya, bye, good luck. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm selling the house and moving and it's kind of gotten to that point. That's how bad that's how spoiled. That's how indoctrinated and brainwashed young people are today where you cannot, you can show them the data and they will still ignore it because they want to. And I'm like, okay, I, you, you can't deal with that. The only person to save them is yourself. There's only one thing women listen to and that's action. And the only thing you can do at that point is just remove yourself. Yeah. Like, okay, it, you won't listen. Bye. Yeah. That's, and they still won't pick up on it. They still won't. Oh, no, we're, we're no you mean. know what they'll say then? Like, oh, my dad is such an asshole. He left me out on the street. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. You were a disobedient little shit mm -hmm. and you got what you deserved. Right. But, but no guy will tell her because Punani, why oh, do God. I get the girls? <laughs> And that's another reason I'm going to go to Moab because, gosh, like you, I love Better Bachelor. We might as well plug him here because we plug him every. But I love it because he's he's like that guy who's achieved Zen. 
he just wants to be on his bus and uh, look at this crazy stuff going on here. And oh my goodness. And uh, welcome to late night jazz on the red pill with better bachelor. And all right over here. Oh, that's funny. Huh? Well, now I'm going to go and I'm going to go ride my bus around. We'll see you guys later. It's like, yep, that's about all you can hope to achieve. That's really, that's the nirvana that one can hope to achieve. Yeah. I've been looking into container houses. Mm. No, you're not. A, you weren't. I knew you weren't. Just knew it. give it a little bit of time. They're coming up with these prefab homes that are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know. A single guy like you in Europe with those taxes, I just rent. It's horrible. It is horrible. It's. I mean, it really is insane. And I did. What's an What's an average house? At least a million euro, right? If you want a house, you're looking at them. <laughs> serious. It's not that bad, but I know what you mean. It's insane. Like for hold on, so that's forty square. Feet. So we're like an, a small apartment with like a living room, um, bedroom, and maybe like a, a bathroom. Hmm. Easily five hundred a month exclusive. So that's like lighting comes on top of that, internet right. comes on top right. of that, gas, water, everything. It's like seven, eight hundred euros a month. What what is, a, what is a small house in the country that Germany first invades on its way to France cost? Small house? Uh, average house, just your average house. What what does it go for? One hundred K. That's it? Yeah. A hundred thousand euros, that's it? Yeah, but that's like the um the houses you get in rows. You know what okay. I mean? Like the five yeah. houses next to each other. Sure, but more of a condo, like or a, a town home. Yeah. Kind of okay. All right. I was just wondering. One hundred, one twenty k. That's not bad. All right. Uh, HJ for five dollars. Female listener here have worked from home for the last almost two months and have loved every second of it. There you go. go Thanks girl. for the podcast and the YouTube content. Good. If you're single, we have plenty of guys. I would be very interested in you. <laughs> as long as you're not fat. There's mm-hmm. another one. Oh, you can't tell that fat. Cynic and Chief, two bucks. All the great ones story. Uh, all the great ones, women's stories end in blue balls. Yes, yes. And that is the curse of the great one for biasing his judgment on the James Bond competition. Uh, oh, competition. yeah. That was lame. I mean, the girls in gold. Uh, yeah, Goldfinger is that, right? Mm-hmm. Are amazing. All the Bond girls are amazing. (laughs) That's a four. Well, okay, everyone. Okay, there's a seven maybe in there somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, you You know, but but (laughs) God Almighty, I'll I'll just next time we'll have to have somebody else. I'm Robbie Tipod for five bucks. Apparently, hundreds of Missouri coronavirus niches had their names revealed by the government. Oh, there you, dude, dox the fuck out of those Nazis. Dox the fuck out of them. Never hire them. Get their names up there. Congratulations, snitches. You played yourselves. Like, can many- you? Um, hmm? Go ahead. I'm, I'm curious what you're what you are about to say. Can you imagine the list? Karen dot a. Karen dot a a. Karen dot a a b. Karen dot a a c. Karen dot a b. I was I was going to go along the lines of the demographic breakdown. Like, eighty percent are middle aged women. I guarantee yeah. they're all middle aged women. You know, guys, there's guys are going to make no more than 30% of that list. And it's going to be this bell distribution curve where most of them are between the ages of 25 and, and 50. I know. Or maybe 30 and, and 60. 
you should have seen the boomers at my workplace because, and you've probably heard Rob about this, two mm. weeks ago when the crisis was, was at its peak, they laid off people because, well, it wasn't as busy as it normally was. They laid people off two weeks after that. Clients started coming in and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we have two few people. They called me at my day off. Um, are you bored? No. No. Oh, because we were wondering <laughs> if you could come into work. No. No, I can't. Because can you can you get extra money? Can you say, well, pay me double time and I'll come in? Cappy, I will say pay me more because yeah. people don't understand this. I am in the powerful position right now because right. they need me right. on those days off. So I'm just going to, well, use this advantage right. if they well, want me to come can, in more. According to policy, can you say double my pay and I'll come in? Or are they going to give you the, oh, we can't, that's against policy? Well, if that's against policy, I'm not coming in then. Oh, Jesus. No, I Peter Parker, listen policy. to me. Can they pay you <laughs> twice? Can they got, Can your boss go to his boss and say, can I get the funds to pay him twice? No idea. Okay. I really don't know. But the thing is, Cappy, what I mean to say is that what if I say that and they say we can't do that? Well, then I'm not coming in. Right. You need to know the position in. you're in. Right. Yeah. Right. A lot what of guys don't dare that. They or don't are scared to do that. But they need to know that you're in a very powerful position when right. the higher ups made a mistake. I One of the best things I ever did was I went in for this interview and, and uh, they were like this and that, that. And they, oh, well, we're going to have you talk to HR. I'm like, HR? Uh, yeah, we usually. I'm like, no, not interviewing with HR. You, you, I'm not. You're. That's. I gotta I'll be honest. I'm kind of questioning if you guys are professional. If you're going to have me talk to someone in HR, it's like we either What's do it here or. Color? Yeah, I don't need to go through that ever again, <laughs> ever. Uh, the competent man for two bucks. Hertz is about to default on half a billion dollars in debt. Who knew? I got. Um, I might go rent a nice car. Now's the time to rent a, a luxury car if you want, boys and girls. You ever wonder what a Mustang? Maybe I'll do that. When I fly to Vegas, instead of using my Southern Command car, I'll go rent a fancy Mustang. Which is the one you want again? Corvette? No. What no. No. Your dream what, car. Well, my dream car uh, is a 72 Mach 1 Mustang. That. It's a big-ass muscle car. Um, it's right before they started making them smaller because of the gas prices. And they're not as popular as the 69 or 68 Mustang because that was the bullet car. And every boomer now wants to relive bullet and think they're Steve McQueen, which by the way, uh, because the weather was very nice these past couple days, this past weekend in the twin cities, I, when I am King, you know what I'm going to do? Make me your second in command. Okay. I will make you say, no, I'm just putting you in charge of Europe. <clears throat> You'll be the King of Europe. Uh, I am banning boomers from having any kind of engine that has more than four cylinders in it I, because I, I have seen nothing but like brand new Camaro, brand new vet, a Shelby, like you can hear the Shelby Mustang with its growly engine. Like, Oh, here comes a Mustang. And then we get to the, you know, I look, there's an old boomer there. I got my piece of shit four banger car. Light turns green. Guess who's blowing the Mustang out of the water? Not that I'm racing. I'm just going normal. Could it be you? Me. Because boomers, they, they, because this fucking Camaro slowly turning. I'm like, what the fuck? You got a sports car. Go. We get to the next lane. Old guy. Boomers, here's your Kia. Okay. Here's your Kia. 
here's your whatever. Here's your fiat. Go to the grocery store. Do not. Guys, just give it up. Your time is over. Okay. Your time is over. When you were young, you probably would have used that, that Mustang or that, that challenger or that charger, but you're not, you're getting in the way. It's, it's sacrilegious. You're defiling the car. Just, you're not even using six cylinders, let alone eight, just sell it to a young man or a young girl and just get the fuck out of the way. And so it was really sad to see all these great cars being driven by old people like old people. You know what I don't understand and never will probably, but as you have told me, Mr. Yeah. Stark, just give up. <laughs> give up. You got single boomers driving five-door vehicles. I'm like, <laughs> you're single. Why the hell do you have such a large car? I know you can't afford it. It's probably the least. It's safe. It's safe. I know it's uh, safe. The big car is no. safe. I'm not even I know, <laughs> I know. One boomer <laughs> got this high-end luxury car SUV. I can't say what. It is six thousand a year to insure for full coverage. What? It's very expensive vehicle. Uh, not Rich Cooper level expensive, but it's the next step up would be pretty rich, and the payment. It's at least, I think the payment is $700 a month or $600 a month, uh, <laughs> which is what my next mortgage is probably going to be like. And uh, because of medical conditions, can't drive it, but can't get rid of it. So it sits in the fucking garage at $7,000 a year in insurance and a lease. He gets what he deserves. He probably lives in a three-bedroom mansion, doesn't he? What What makes you think it's a he? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> well, you know. And there's no one, there's no family to fit in this very large vehicle. There's oh, no family. Oh, God. How this woman cats? will. This woman will not let her husband drive it because it's not his car. Ooh. So it, it just sits there. Oh my god! Yeah, I know it is funny. For I have I have lost my my will to laugh today. So see, you have to excuse me. But, I know, I know, but I'm thinking like you know, if you're so married I, or you just love the person, here's the keys, babe. Go drive. Hey, we got this nice car. Let's we. I I keep money separate, but like, mm -hmm. hey, you know. I'll drive. I'm sober. You want to drive? Do you want to? You want to take? You want? I'll smoke a cigar. I got work to do. Do you want to drive? But my God, in the last inning, it's the bottom of the fucking ninth. Two outs, no one on base, two strikes, and you're going to say he can't drive this car because it's mine. Fucking die already. Just fuck off and die. <laughs> But they, they and, won't and the it. money, here's the thing, and the money, now, of course, this person I know is, is a Democrat, but it's like, um, you think that money could go to help out some people, huh? Huh? Maybe the poor. The no big socialist. No big socialist here, but Jesus Christ, I know some poor kids that could probably use that. I know some guys trying – Atham could use it so he doesn't graduate with his chemical engineering degree in 2043. Maybe if he had that money, he could graduate 2037, <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe then he can pass the border. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway. All right. So, okay. Okay, MGTOW for two bucks. Snitches get stitches, homie. Yeah. Word. That's right. Hamrabi Tide Pod for another five bucks. It's not the worst thing to slap a woman. Not no. Oh, sh uh, ha, I see. Wait, it's not it's not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. Sean Connery, aka James Bond. I cannot agree with that. You can't. You know why? Because mm. you can't. That's uh. wrong. That's assault. Mm. You know what you have to do now? Ask him nicely. You never get in the position where you have to. Oh. Let me ask you this. Has there been situations where a girl has been going fucking nuts, like having a conniption fit and, and like throwing a literal temper tantrum where you'd have to like snap, not even because you want to discipline her. You need to wake her the fuck up out of it. Like they're almost having a seizure of sorts. Have you ever had that? Once. Okay. <clears throat> In the olden days, heck, if I started losing it, what would you do, Jack, as a good friend? Slap me out of it, right? Yeah, get I'll it together, man. You know, like we gotta, you know, we're in war. You know, slap me, get it together, man. You're, you're doing it for my, yeah, you're doing it for my own good. You know what you do now? No idea. I'll tell you, you how great you are. You Everything. leave. You leave. You just walk away. You get the hell out of there and you let her continue on being a psychopath and destroying other men in the future or women. Uh, <laughs> but you, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. I had a girl hit me one time. I'm like, I'm well within my right to just, and I didn't cause you know, it's just more problems. Uh, uh, the the and, worst thing I had. Okay. No, that's two things. One was a girl threw water in my face. Mm-hmm. Because I called her out on some behavior. And I had one girl who ran a knife through my shirt. You know what I did? Young, young, naive Napier. I don't know. You hit I him? stayed with her. Oh. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Wrong. <clears throat> Wrong. I know. No. I know. There, she had the smallest been, tits. Yeah. There's been several instances in my life... Uh, a lot of it was like in middle school and high school, which I don't know if that was a thing, but like girls thought they could slap you because they watched too much yeah. 90210. So that was somewhat of a common occurrence. Like you thought you were flirting with them and then they just all of a sudden belt you one. And now a lot of it, I will grant you, you're a dumbass boy. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You probably did do something to piss her off. Mm -hmm. And so I can, which still doesn't accept excuse no. physical violence. But then there were a couple of times as an adult where I'm like, oh yeah, you're fucking psycho. And mm -hmm. you just walk and you call the cop to say, this happened. I'm reporting it now. If anything happens, that is not correct or true. And, and that, and, but now guys, you've got the skill. Hang on. This is ideal time. Go get this book called the Pens principle written by Randy Bentwick. Read through it. But you cannot in today's world, you cannot afford any, confrontation physical confrontation with that mm -hmm. and if the women get into these tantrums rich cooper did a tweet about it um they usually wait until you're trapped the, the two tantrums i've had were in cars on an interstate so they will wait till you're trapped you pull the fuck over take the keys out of the car close the door walk get the fuck away from that shit 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I pulled over, kicked the girl out on one. I pulled over the next time and started yelling at, uh, 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 <clears throat> pull over, take the keys out, call the cops. I had to abandon a car. Girls going crazy. Um, Man, I don't even have girls do that to me. I have adult men who do that. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. They start yelling and things like that. And you just look at them like, oh, piss off. Yeah. <laughs> but but you're not the trick. Your obligation as, as a young man today, any young woman, is to identify these toxic people so you don't even get in a situation with them. Right. And you know, guys, do you know how the the number one tell of a woman that is likely going to be trouble? Do you know the pro, the number one tell how you can identify them? Jack, let's see how well advanced you are. What is the number one tell the woman's going to be some problems? Her looks. You got it. She good looking. <laughs> the hot she good crazy looking. It's it's that simple. If she's a ten, you no. <laughs> she belongs to Zavardo. It's like I'm sorry. I woo. It uh no hi. There was there was a I had a 10, a veritable 10 in my dance class one time. She didn't have a boyfriend or anything. Was, she was treating me real nice. You know what I did? You ran. No, well, I can't run because I had to teach the class, but I I would I kept her at more than an arm's length. It's like okay, yeah, oh yeah. No, I'd like to go for a drink, but I gotta go back home. I gotta get Man, the F out of here. My my experience is way different. Like the hot ones are actually nice. It's the sixes and sevens that I can't stand most of the time where I'm like, dude, you have a muffin top. Fuck off. Yeah. The, uh, I, I could have been wrong about this one. I don't think so, but I had dated enough. One of the gals that hit me was a, was a Detroit car model. Um, really good looking. Yeah. I, nice. I, I just, I, you're not going to have a fun time with nines and tens. Statistically speaking, is there a nice 10 out there? I'm sure there is. Is there a nice stable nine? I'm sure out of 3.5 billion women there is. Uh, but for every one of those, you're going to run into a hundred that ain't. And, and you no. just, the you worst don't need I, a headache. Well, the worst thing to me was the maintenance. Yeah. Because, I mean, they get so much dick thrown at them <laughs> that you have to keep your eyes open all the time. Yeah. Like, Defense, you mean? You got to, like, look out for the other guys, like, constantly. Everything. I dated an eight, and Watson will not agree with me on this, but she was – she did modeling and things like that. But, like, everybody, everything that moved tried to get with her. And I dated her for three months, and of course, you find out later that she indeed banged the photographers and right. whatever. And it's such a hassle. It's now, Jack. Mm-hmm. What would you have going back in time if you could do it all over again? What would you rather do? Go through that three month experience again, or build a bus like Better Bachelor and just chill out and do nothing? Chilled out and do nothing. Banged her once, go. maybe twice, three times. <laughs> but that would be about it. Just pointing that out. As you get older, you're going to realize the peace and calm and serenity is not only more valuable, but it's the only thing of value. It won't it be materialism. Is. Yeah, it won't be materialism. It won't be dog girls. It will be peace and calm and serenity and contentment. And that is that is what it will be. Uh, the competent man, Gold's Gym International, just filed Chapter 11. That's kind of up your uh, 
Allie, do they got Gold's Gyms over in Europe or no? No, no, it's America specifically. I don't even, I don't know what Chapter 11 is. Oh, that's uh, the filing for bankruptcy. That's oh, a synonym. For, Gold's Gym? Yeah, Gold's Gym is filing for bankruptcy. Yep. Wow. Yep. I still pay my, I love my gym. I think the franchise is such a wonderful franchise. I still pay my gym membership, even though I can't use it, because I really appreciate them and their business model and how well they've done. Coming uh, from you, they have to be great. That They are. They are, especially for my type of lifestyle where I drive around, because usually you'll find one in a, even a smaller town, and they got a they're always in good condition. Uh, there's a, a shower. They have adequate facilities. Um, no, I really like, I really like, and I've met the franchisor of the one that I went to and he, he, they're good people. So I, I really like the, the place I work mm-hmm. and I hope they don't go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Judd Grover for two bucks. Girls management, the new free seminar by Aaron Clary. No, 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 no. no. Like, no, would you I, ever write a book like Roosh did? Uh, well, which one? He wrote several. Lady. Uh, I was kicking that around. I was kicking around doing a bachelorette pad economics as an addendum to bachelor pad economics. Like I'd add an extra chapter because there is some difference for women live longer than men. Uh, so they're because here's the problem with traditional financial planning is it's like, oh, life expectancy is 78. And everybody does this and everybody does that. It's like, no, wait a minute here now. Not everybody does that. Not because everyone's individual and different, but there are drastically different life expectancies on different groups of people. For example, if you're black, uh, unless you are paying attention to your weight and your health and diabetes, there's a big one you got to look out for. um, You are unlikely to make it to uh, 78 on average. Okay, so if you're thinking I'm going to retire at 65, you are having a lot less retire unless you're very on top of your health, like say at Lattimore. So health management, I would say, is more important for financial planning for the black community than it would be Asians or whites. Mm-hmm. Women live at least four to five years more than men. Well, that throws your your retirement planning for a different little bit of loop because you have to work later, save more in the case you live to 93 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, now, another thing is you can kind of bank if you're married. Oh, man. And married as long till death do you part. Oh, man. But let's just say in theory, but then you, you would get a huge dollop. You would get your husband's entire fortune. So that would then carry you. But – because strong, independent women don't need Wait, no man fish bicycle. If you're going to be a spinster, you don't get that dollop of cash. So you got to really plan. Uh, and when, another thing specific to women, they major in dumb shit. And they go into debt for more dumb shit. So mm-hmm. there are different things. And so the largest marketing group would be women. And I could title it Bachelorette Pad Economics. But Jack, are they going to listen to me? No. No. So is it worth? Hey, are they going to buy a book that tells them what they don't want to hear? No, of course not. No, no. But Operation Evil will tell them exactly what they want to hear. You are really looking forward to that, aren't you? I another reason I'm probably going to go to Moab is because there's nobody out there, and I'm just going to get a quiet little hotel room, and I'm going to bang out this uh, essay. I want to bang out and get uh, lots of money. 
money, lots of money. Play. I was I was thinking about somebody super chatting you to do the entire dialogue of Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder, the part where he, where he grabs the phone. Like, who's this? Oh, yeah. Why don't you take a, that one? I watched it this weekend. This is amazing. Did you? Did, have you never seen it before? Yeah, I had seen oh, it before, okay. but I, it's been years since I saw it. But by God, man. At it's first, hilarious. I didn't know it was Tom Cruise all those years ago. But, really? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're talking 10 years, yeah. something like that. But just the, the dialogue of that character is just amazing. Les Grossman. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you take a good step back and fuck your own face? It's just you. amazing. Punch him in the face really hard. <laughs> oh, you want me? Probably the best quote in the movie because it's just he's such an honest guy. You want me to sell my friend 15 years, one of my best friends, for a G5 airplane and some money? And Tom Cruise just says, yes. Yes. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Les Grossman. That's- G5 airplane and lots of lots money. Of money. Play, uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know who just does not get that humor or that joke or that movie at all? Who? Women. They just don't. It, it is such a guy flick. It's Shut trying up. to trying to force a woman to watch Tropic Thunder is like trying to force a guy to watch a, a chick flick. It just, did, it just can't do it. You just can't did, do it. Um, I don't even know if you're up to date on that, but there were a couple of SJWs on Twitter. Who uh-huh. said Robert Downey Jr. did blackface and didn't apologize? They I just wait, what? They just found out about Tropic Thunder now. Yeah, and they couldn't find the apology. God <laughs> Almighty, survive! It's just oh. so great. Um, let me do some spy. I got some articles here. We got about an hour left, and then um, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get through this here. Uh, brought to you by Alpha Male Reviews. Let me send the channel here for you to all look out. I guess he did an excerpt on Enjoy the Decline. And what he does is he does, he'll take excerpts from famous red pill, predominantly books, but other books. And he'll read through them and he'll find an excerpt he really likes. And he'll put together a seminar where it's like those hand drawing with diagrams. And he illustrates it with a video of what you're trying to say. And so he put uh, together one for me on Enjoy the Decline. just emailed it today. But I posted his link there. If you are interested, check out that site. But also, if you uh, are an author, uh, you can email him at uh, just search Alpha Male Reviews. And his email is alphamaleguide1, the, the, the number one, at gmail.com. <clears throat> How Not to Become a Millennial, written by me and Vince Barrick. There you go. Get that book. Da-da-da. Boo. Save yourself the time. Do you want to suffer like the millennials suffered? No. No. Do you want to have success like the World War II generation? Yes. Okay, well, then go get that book and uh, tell me about it. Hurt your fifis later on, so... Uh, Pushing Rubber Downhill, our good friend Adam Piggott. Check out his website, pushingrubberdownhill.com, where you can get his podcast, his blog, and the book Pushing Rubber Downhill. It is a must-read. You met him, right? Yes. You went to the other small country that Germany invades on its way to France. It's the same country. Oh, okay, whatever. It's all the same. That's just... There's that North Germany. We'll just call it North Germany. It's... Did you know, by the way, it wasn't the Yanks who saved us, but the Canadians? At Passchendaele, or that's World War One. The Canadians mm. liberated you from yeah. World at War least was my it, part. 
My part of the Netherlands was saved by the Canadians. Was it Operation Market Garden? <laughs> no idea what it's called, but I know it was the Battle of Nijmegen, which was won okay. by the Canadians. Okay, the Canucks beat them. All right, good. They had to do something. You know who really? You know who really saved all our asses in that? If you no, look I... at numbers, the Russians. Since, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, but the Russians. The Russians. By God, man, there were two Russian generals who made a game out of it. Like, who's the first guy to Berlin? Like, ooh. In terms of what the Russian people paid in terms of death and cost and loss and labor and resources, and then the sheer amount of soldiers they sent, it was like 50% the Russians, and then the other half split between us and like five other countries. Uh, Mm -hmm. So the Russians definitely... Um, that is one thing, the more studying I'm doing, I'm like, yeah, we, we ought to thank them a little bit more than, hey, did you know we did the Battle of Bastogne? I'm like, yeah, yeah. You ever hear of Stalingrad? It's a oh, little bit different. It's- <laughs> damn, Stalingrad was horrible. Uh, so you can visit pushyourrubberdownhill.com. Masculine Geek, go to masculinegeek.com. Check out that podcast when you are bored with politics and all that. And then the Black Brigade, someone told me DT's podcasting right now. Uh, let me throw this up. We keep we keep podcasting at the same time because we're old men, we're boomers, and we like to get our coffee and podcast at the same time. Get it out in the morning. Rawr. Yeah, here. Um, this guy point Russia's lost upwards of thirty million soldiers. I thought it was twenty six million. Damn. I think the U.S. We only lost. I, I don't don't quote man, but it was like half a million. Maybe that was deaths, and we had two two million um, casualties, like injuries and all that. But yeah, the Russians paid up, and their their population wasn't as much as the United States either. I mean, it, it was they paid, they effing paid. Um, academiccomposition.com. Go to academiccomposition.com when you need your term papers written coming at the end of this uh, school year. Uh, he's also looking, Alex is his name. He's always looking to hire people for writing and advertising. So if you want to go ahead and do that, tell him that Cappy sent you. Go to academiccomposition.com. Bunker Basics. Go to bunkerbasics.com to learn everything about prepping and ensuring against disaster with Bunker Bob. Okay, you can go to Bunker Basics. He's got articles it's all practical it's not fear-mongering it's all practical stuff um things like prepping income diversification frugality skill development risk management and more go to bunkerbasics.com and learn how to prepare for crises and emergencies today we also have the science of mastering women i will put that in the chat room written by linda gross there we go. That has a fair amount of reviews. It's a pretty serious work. It's not like, dude, bro, here's how you get the girls. Uh, 55 ratings, 4.5 stars. Lita Gross, PhD in psychology, did a bunch of research. If you go through it, it has a ton of data and statistics and science behind it. So you can minimize it down to the alpha of what you're looking for. And then it's just hit the gym and... <laughs> If if you want to get the girls, go ahead. In the end, you'll get to the point where it's like seeking arrangement. Here's your three hundred dollars, sweetheart. Now I don't. Have to. <laughs> that's how at the end you you cheat. You get the cheat code, and that's how you get the girls. <laughs> the game genie. Lots of money. Lots of money. And 
then that's it for advertisers. Let's take a break real quick so I could go take a piss, finish my water, find out what time my lunch date is, and then uh, we'll be back in about two minutes. Mind if I plug my channel? Please do. Okay. Well, everybody, my the link to my channel is in the chat. Now I'm going to grab some drink as well. See you in a bit. Not going to sing. All right, Jack's probably going out there. Uh, let me go through uh, what I'm thankful for. I had some cool stuff. Uh, I am thankful for having to feed the fish. Uh, I ended up going for 79 cents. I got some cheap Wonder Bread type. Had to knock, knock off Wonder Bread, if you can believe it, over at Aldi's. I don't know if you guys got Aldi's, but Aldi's is great. I love Aldi's. Cheap, cheap grocer. So for 79 cents, uh, got a thing of bread and we took the nieces out and they didn't know about feeding fish with bread little bluegills come up so it's already fun as hell to feed fish because it gets a frenzy like a little literal fish frenzy and they you know you throw out enough bread and they all attack like one bites it and when they realize it's food they all come out from nowhere and so there was this frenzy of little bluegills and all of a sudden i see a big ass bass beneath them like oh there's a bass and bass were really there, I still get excited when I see a bass because that was like the big fish. If you caught a bass, that was a big thing. And instead of little bluegills or crappies or sunfish. Then out of nowhere, this bass jumps up, disturbs the fish frenzy. I'm like, well, what the hell was that about? And I look down below. There's a little fish tail out of his mouth. He, he, he nabbed one of the bluegills and got it. And that happened two more times. Not the same fish, but we went around the lake feeding the fish, and there was usually a bass or a carp that ended up nabbing one of the little fish. And so I'm thankful uh, for being able to feed the fish. It's a fun thing. If you guys are bored, you're looking for uh, something to do to get out. And just it's just something to do. I mean, really, what are you guys going to do? Play video games? You're going to you spend 60 bucks on a video game. Go spend 79 cents on some old stale bread and go feed fish. Find a big group of them and then watch them tear out apart. It's really kind of neat. Do it with little three-year-old girls. Then they think it's the most amazing thing ever in your God, which which I am. 
And then the other thing, uh, Jack, let me ask you this. Uh, what do you wear for shoes? Mm, depends, really. I have Not workout tim- shoes, like your regular old shoes. What are you wearing for shoes now? Uh, mostly Timberland boots. Boots, okay. Yeah, boots. And I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I have discovered comfortable shoes are okay to wear at any point in time now. You know why? No. Nobody cares. Like I've achieved the old man Zen where you think, why is grandpa wearing this up to his, his stomach? And why is he wearing those, those, you know, why does we used to make fun of a buddy of mine who wore tennis shoes everywhere. I'm wearing tennis shoes everywhere. You know why? Because nobody cares. Nobody cares in the comfy. I get these calluses on my big toes on the outside. Because mm-hmm. I used to wear, uh, well, I still do. I, I wear these Caterpillar work boots, but I did that predominantly because Minnesota, Minnesota's got snow. These things have good traction. Uh, they suffice as regular shoes. Uh, and then I can also go motorcycle riding in them. But unless there's snow, which there isn't, and unless I'm going motorcycle, which there's not, and unless I'm going out in a place that's going to require a certain fashion, I'm just wearing my comfy tennis shoes. And it is so nice and so comfortable. Uh, and the calluses have gone away. That I, I just, I just want to point out, I'm thankful for comfy shoes. And if you guys want to, Jack, would you like to fast forward through life n- without gaining age, but wisdom? Would you like to fast forward through life so you have the wisdom at a younger age, even younger than I am now? By God, yeah. man! <laughs> just wear comfy shoes. Are girls, mm-hmm. are the girls going to go out with you because you have cool boots? Cappy, yeah. I wore sweatpants and got yeah. laid. Women yeah. do not care if you just go to the effing gym. I see guys walking around all the time wearing the most brandiest of branding clothing and still look like shit. Now, to be very honest, most girls walking around these days were wearing the brandiest and brandiest of clothes look like shit too. Right. But I can wear flip-flops, a shirt with holes in it, and a leather jacket and a maybe just tight enough trousers and get laid. So nobody cares. I, I'm just saying wear comfortable shoes. If you, you guys should. want to save yourself a decade of painful feet, you just wear comfortable shoes. <laughs> I also will echo your sentiments because uh, – a while ago, I ended up on this Facebook chat or Facebook group for short men with fashion. <laughs> and I'm regretting it because it's all these soy boys. The Asians. Yeah, yeah. Disproportionately Asians. Right, right. But uh, but there's still there's everybody's in this group. There's whites, there's Hispanics, there's there's black people. Everyone's there, but disproportionately Asian. And these guys are like, What do you think about this watch with this cuff? I'm like, I think you should hit the fucking gym. I, I like, and you're short because I thought short man fashion. I'm like, oh, I like fashion. I like to dress like Gary Grant. I like a nice tie. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost drifting over into those brown ankle sh- boots with blue socks and pants that come above that. Like they're starting to dress like the soy boys and they're using the fashion as a substitute for the gym. And here they are asking guys like to the anal retentive detail, what do you think of these cufflinks with this watch? What do you think about my hairstyle? And I'm like, um, are we guys? I, uh, and, and it's gotten so effeminate where I, I just, and I, I'm tempted to say none of that matters unless you hit the gym. Frankly, because it's a short 
guy fashion. Like none of it matters because you're short, but that's aside the thing. But I, I was just kind of like, oh, this is the grooming substitution. This is where we substitute grooming for working out. And uh, and all this time, the, how peculiar and particular they are about their color coordination and their fashion and how and I'm like, God, guys, do some push-ups. What, what, go, go run. What, th- this, uh, I don't even have that many clothes. I have a couple of great suits and some nice ties and that's about it. But my goodness. These days I just find one pair of trousers that fits nicely and I buy multiple colors. Right. That's it. That's it. Done. Right. <laughs> and I haven't worn a tie in a long as time. Now I just have like a, a sport coat and yeah. uh, several nice shirts that go on and I put jeans and cowboy boots on. That's about it. I do like to spend a bit of more money on shoes. I, I don't know why. I just like good, you're, you're gay. comfortable That's shoes. Fine. There's nothing wrong with being gay. I'm, <laughs> I'm libertarian and people are people. And we just support your rights. Your mom didn't think so. <laughs> Chad got me a good, he got a good mom joke on me. Really? Was, yeah. I, have, I text him yesterday morning. I said, hey, you up? He says, uh, busy right now. I say, oh, did you get a boyfriend from Boys Town, which is the gay part of town in Chicago? <laughs> he says, no, your mother's here. You know, and, and, uh, <laughs> And I said, I said, it's about time I had to pay your mom a visit three times because I visited his mom and his dad as well three times. And it's like, mom chokes. Nothing's better than mom chokes. That's oh, true. Watson got a good one on me. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do yeah, you get? I always make fun of his mother. And then, like, yesterday he got me and he just looked at me. He's like, at least I got one. I'm like, oh, I, oh, oh, oh wow. <laughs> Woo, that's harsh. Wow. Yeah, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. No, it's oh. good. Oh, God. Rob Flores for two bucks. Aaron, have you ever visited Verdun sobering as? No, I haven't. Um, if I recall, Verdun was where the French, the Germans were in a fortress and the French had to take it. And then they had the, there was a, a road that's now a national treasure. It's, it's the road of freedom or the, it's where all the supplies went to keep the battle going. I could be wrong. If if I come to Europe, I'm not going to visit battle sites because they're all over the place. I'm going to go True. visit Sad Hill Cemetery in Spain, um, and that's that's it. Are we caught up on the super chats? Okay, cool. Um, the other thing, what else was I thankful for? Uh, feed the fish of the comfy shoes. Yep. So we're good for that. Do uh, you want some good news, Jack? Always. Uh, let me. Pull it up here. You'll like this because this is soccer. Claim of unequal pay by U.S. women's soccer team dismissed by judge. Uh, A federal judge threw out the unequal pay claim by players on the U.S. women's national soccer team and a surprising loss for the – why is it surprising? Because women's always get their way. Is it surprising? Oh, my God. Look at this blatant – I was going to say racism. Sexism. It's not blatant. It's get, it gets confusing, doesn't it? <laughs> if there was real racism and sexism going on, I would care. But since it is now purely, purely a tool of the left to give them either lower standards, preferential treatment, or outright money, go fuck yourselves. Mm. Nearly every accusation today, and for the past 20 years, of an ism or an ist, whatever its flavor, is bullshit, 
and is ulteriorly motivated by profit of the accuser. If there is legitimate discrimination of whatever kind, yes, want to know about it, get rid of it. Okay. Unless it's private, like, you know, you and me, we want to have the bearded only people club and fuck you non-bearded people. Well, okay. You want to be bigoted against the non-bearded people. Fine. I guess you have somebody wants to have an all black jazz club. Fine. I'd like to maybe listen to it, but okay. I'm not gonna, I'm that libertarian, but when it comes to like pay law, yes, I want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about a women's pro team not making as much as men because there's not as much money in it. There's not as much generation. And, and if we go to bitch, and well, I don't care about that. <laughs> and if we're going to bitch about that, you know, we should file a complaint against or a lawsuit against who the porn industry, because women <laughs> make a lot more money in porn or whatever the soup, not super chats. Um, Instagram, only yeah, those the 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 sugar sites, mm-hmm. right? But you know what? I don't want to sue OnlyFans. I don't want to sue uh, Seeking Arrangement. I don't want to sue. It's like no, I understand how the real world works. But if we're going to go down this road, well, then then we're going to have to like really make it universal all over. In any case, uh, throughout the unequal pay claimed by players on the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team and a surprising loss, which was not surprising. It's surprising a judge actually had the balls to say "fuck off" for the defending World Cup champions, but allowed their allegation of discriminatory working conditions to go on trial. So this is interesting. <clears throat> players led by Alex Morgan sued March 2019. Claiming they had not been paid under equally under their collective bargaining agreement to what the men's national team receives under its labor deal. They asked for more than six. Why did they sign the deal if it wasn't fair? Why did, why did they agree to, to play? Later on. What, if it's not a fair deal, don't take it. I mean, they're the best women's soccer team, right? They're the best group of women in the United States, correct? Don't they have a monopoly? Can't they negotiate and and lobby for more pay? They kind of have, have, you know, if, well, if you want us to play this season, you're going to pay us more. Uh, <clears throat> collective bargaining agreement to what the men's national team receives under its labor deal. They asked for more than $66 million in U.S. damages under the Equal Pay Act and Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. 32-page decision Friday, U.S. District Judge R. Gary Klausner granted a part of a motion of partial summary judgment by the U.S. Soccer Federation. He threw out the Equal Pay Act allegations but left intact the Civil Rights Act claims. The history of negotiations between the parties demonstrate that the women's national team, says WNT, I suppose that's what it means, rejected an Mm -hmm. offer to be paid under the same pay-to-play structure as the men's national teams, and the women's national teams was willing to forego higher bonuses for benefits, such as greater base compensation and the guarantee of a higher number of contracted players, Klausner wrote. Accordingly, plaintiffs cannot now retroactively deem their CBA worse than the men's national team CBA by reference to what they would have made had they been paid under the men's pay-to-play term structure when they themselves rejected such a structure, he said. Now, here's what's interesting. I agree with this. Klausner left intact claims of the USSF discriminated in the money it spent on commercial airfare, hotel accommodations, and medical and training support services. 
All right. Like if you're going to put the men up at a five-star hotel, you should be putting the women up at the five-star hotel. Do we agree? Mm -hmm. Okay. If you're going to fly them first class, you should fly the women first class, right? Mm -hmm. There you go. Now I can understand the hard financial realities if the women's soccer team is not generating that much money, but don't tell me it's not. Because I mean, they made it to the national. They won the national or the global champions, didn't they? They, they beat us. Oh, really? We beat you. We beat you guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. sorry for that. <laughs> I don't care. It's sports ball. Nothing. Yeah, but, nothing happened. <laughs> but if we have beaten you, that twat, the short-haired soccer uh, soccer player, Megan Rapinoe. We'll get to her. We'll, we'll get to her later. Yeah. I <laughs> just. And I am, I, I am pro gay, pro trans, go do what you want. I want equal rights. Don't want you to be discriminated, but it's like, God, what a bitch. It's not that she's gay. She's just a bitch. She it's is like, a wow. I look at you and I just don't want to have anything to do with you. Like you just look like a bundle of cactus sticks. You just look like tax. You look like it's fun to play with as Mercury. I, mm-hmm. I just would rather go, you know, play with some Vipers, uh, honestly. If all the Cairns of the world fused together, they would look like you. No, because I will give Megan Rapinoe this. She's an outstanding athlete. She works very hard uh, mm-hmm. at what she does. There's no doubt about that. But I'm talking on a per- – forget politics. It's just like, no, I don't like angry, pissed-off, bitchy people. I really mm-hmm. – I really don't. Uh, we are shocked and disappointed with today's decisions, but we will not give up our hard work for equal play. Molly Levinson, spokeswoman for the women's players, said in a statement, we are confident in our case and steadfast in our commitment to ensuring that girls and women who play this sport will not be valued as lesser just because of their gender. They, <clears throat> they are not valued lesser by discrimination. They are valued lesser based on the free market. People don't want to watch the WNBA. People rather watch male sports than women's sports. Now, if it's gymnastics or volleyball, it's different. If it's modeling, it's different. It's like the the delusion that the whole real world has to adjust for them is why they will inevitably fail. Because let's, Jack, let's test your economics. What's going to happen? Let's say they're going to have to be paid as much as the male players. What's going to happen? Well, first of all, they have to get to money. The sorry, they have to get to money from a place where it isn't because it doesn't have as much revenue. Right. So they pay their players more now. But let's say the revenue stays the same. What is very likely to happen, or is it now bankruptcy? So what happens to the team? It get this. It gets dismantled. It's gone. You have no opportunity to play. No. The, there's not the money now that now because they're strong independent women don't need no man guarantee you if that were to happen where they're forced to pay exactly as men and the revenues don't gen- don't cover not to mention the advertising cost the managerial cost health transportation everything that goes into this this business if it doesn't cover it what do you think the, the strong independent women are going to do blame men Okay, fine. The blame man. Okay. That's a given. Okay. All right. They're going to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Now the company is bankrupt. They can't play at all. Aside from blaming men, what are they going to do? 
I'll give you a hint. They're going to they're going to bang on the table that they're strong, independent women don't need no man. But they're going to violate that. They're going to become hypocrites because what are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to ask for government bailout. There you go. Not they're a subsidy. They're going to want the government predominantly financed by men. It doesn't matter because you're not a strong, independent woman if you need a subsidy or the taxpayer to pay you so that they can go play a game that is not in demand. So we are paying now for people to live in la-la land to chase their dreams while other people actually do real work in accordance to the real-world financial and economic demands of society. So I I, <clears throat> there is no way they are going to win if for any other reason the realities of economics and finance won't allow them to. What they want – Jack, can you and I go play basketball at the NBA no. <laughs> no. No. We accept this reality. There's no demand for, well, you're taller than me. Never mind. Okay. Can I go play in the NBA? Neither can I. I'm, okay. not, I'm barely six foot. I'm not okay. six not, five. We're not, but think of the arrogance and hubris. Not only is society discriminatory against bearded guys uh, who are short, we are going to demand the taxpayer pay the NBA to hire us to create our own short guy team. And lower like the hoop. And lower the hoop. I want the hoop. Right. Very, I want trampolines too so I can get up there and dunk. I want lots <laughs> of trampolines. No one else can use the trampolines, but I get to use the trampolines. Mm-hmm. We're thieves. We're demanding hardworking taxpayers. Because, now, it hasn't come to that, but that's just a yeah. very real possibility in the future where if all of a sudden now women's sports players – have to be paid what the men's sports players are paid, regardless of the revenue this uh, uh, business generates. And making a, they will then go immediately to the government and say, we demand other people give us their money so we can play the kicky ball. So don't we have an entire generation of that? Hmm. Start with a B. Players intend to ask the ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals to overturn Klausner's decision, a move that could delay the trial into 2021 or later. How how incentivized do you think the owners of this uh, women's soccer team want to hire these people back now? Oh, they don't. If they're smart, they won't. They There's no – they'll go find some new ones. They'll find some scabs. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know this team at all, you know we have a lot of fight left in us. We knew this wasn't going to be easy. Change never is. Defender Becky Sauerbrunn wrote on Twitter. While the Americans are the most successful women team with four World Cup titles, including the last two, the U.S. men did not even qualify in the 2018 World Cup. That doesn't matter how many people watch the team. The USSF argued the women actually made more than the men, both overall and by game average. And the women claim they should have had the same bonus structure as men. Merely comparing what WNT players received under their own CBA with what they would have received under the MNT CBA discounts, the value that the team placed on guaranteed. Okay, so what there are, this is this is the argument now, Jack. <clears throat> Had the men won the world championship, they would have been paid a lot more. So the women are now arguing we should be paid what the men would have been paid had they won the championship, even though I guess they made more on a per game basis than the men. Mental who, hurdles, mental, who, mental gymnastics. I mean, who wants to work with these people? No one. 
I if I was the owner of the fair, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm done. Nope, selling it. Yeah, I don't care. Go, here are the rights. Yeah, I'm not dealing, I'm not dealing with the Wyoming 25. I'm not <laughs> dealing with it. I'm gonna go you- fish. I'm gonna go build a bus like Better Bachelor in the woods of Maine or whatever the fuck he's at. And and just just chill out and enjoy life and smoke my cigars. Florida. Florida, he's wherever in- he is. I don't know where he is. He's hmm. But you think you think this this horrible horrible person has someone at home that's waiting for her to come back hmm? not one that you really not particular i mean sure some of them are married but i i don't but this is some of when you're at this level of professionalism this elite level i think the your spouse probably play obviously plays second fiddle to this Cause it's like, okay, you're an athlete. You got to go, but down the road you'll retire and, and we can go and live till death do us part. But the politics and now you're in a lawsuit I, already, your base pool of men and women are not marriageable and not qualified for long-term commitment. Nope. This is just like, a, I mean, you're talking careers, the careers, nothing wrong with that. If you don't, you know, Okay, or if the guy's a uh, he's a supporting husband, like he stays at home and takes care of the kids, I can see that working. Okay, yeah. mommy, go work. You know, like a Molyneux and his wife kind of set up. Okay, she well, I guess he makes money too, but I could yeah. see that. But no, these are they're they're NPCs. They're not gonna. Would you want to hang bad. out? Uh, forget romance. Would you want to have a beer with any one of these women involved in this lawsuit? No. Would you want to be at a party talking to them? Ugh, no, no. I, yeah. Why? Why do you think video games are so popular? Okay, okay. Here's here's a uh, an observation. You think these gals are the only women who act like this? Seriously, I had the main plate walking next to me like a week ago. Mm-hmm. We were walking downtown. I'm like, honey, go watch the girls. And I didn't. I let her watch for five minutes, maybe ten minutes. Like, would you want to have a conversation with any of the ones you saw? She's like, no. They mm-hmm. all have this resting bitch face. They <laughs> all look so angry. And I can't figure out why. I'm like, yeah, that's what men have to deal with. None of them look even approachable anymore. They all have this scowl on their face. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I... I- Again, on the tail end, I noticed that in my 30s, younger 30s. Um, and I, I kind of, I still kind of pay attention, but, you know, hear from, re, you know, agents in the field like you guys. But I'll go and I'll look. And it, it's not so much the PBRB or whatever it is, but it's also the, the fashion and how they present. I'm not expecting every woman to dress like Sophia Loren on the red carpet. But I go out there, I'm like, look. <clears throat> You got to view yourself as a flower and mm-hmm. you're going to bloom this once. Could, do you want to look pretty? Forget men. Do you want to look feminine? Do you want to look pretty? Do you want to wear a nice dress? Do you want to comport yourself? Do you want to do your makeup? Do you want to, I guess everyone's just wearing jeans and sweatpants and, and they just kind of mm-hmm. mail it in. And that's where I kind of look at it because there's nothing more beautiful to men than a beautiful woman. Now we can appreciate, and I'm talking in an aesthetic, not sexual, yeah. aesthetic. I love architecture. I love well-groomed landscapes. I love mountains and and geographic beauty. I love a good-looking car. And I like to see a good-looking woman 
not even for the sexual or the, it's just look at her, the fashion, the shoes match this. Oh, she did her hair nice. It's like, oh, this is someone to put a little bit more effort. It's like looking at a good piece of art. You know, like yeah. my buddy Kyle will put together a nice sculpt. Like, that's good. Wow, that's a real good. Yeah, look at that. I can see there. It's something you can appreciate for the quality and value it is. And effort. There, yeah, the effort. But now you look, it's like there's there's nothing. <laughs> nothing. And I, I just and so I can't imagine what it's like being a younger guy where this is wow, here she yeah, go, go get them, guys. Go to war for this. Yeah, uh, go. But I don't know how it is in the States, but the default, um, <coughs> sorry, the default fashion with women these days here is black skinny jeans, white sneakers, and a leather jacket. And they probably got their hair in this this Atari joystick <laughs> fashion. <laughs> they got it all wound up, and it looks like, like you drive stick, right? Yeah. Well, it kind of looks like that. Looks like it looks like, <laughs> it looks okay. like the stick of a I, car. I, that I don't see in the United States. I I uh, I haven't seen. No, it. Uh, wait, do they have? Do, well, to be to go back to the NPC thing, do women have like a comparable look when it comes to fashion over there? Because they do have it here. I don't think it's the same fashion. I uh, it is especially with everyone walking now, you could kind of see the physique. And now and this includes women, you know, who are mothers and stuff like that. Cause I'm not going downtown to see young people, but usually the asses are a couple inches too wide. They got kind of dumpy asses. They're overweight. Um, and, and not, it's certainly there's your morbidly obese ones. Okay, mm. fine. But your average is like, you know, like that study came out. What was it? Uh, women have gained 40 pounds. You know, the average woman now is 5'4", weighs 160 pounds. That's what you see. Mm -hmm. um, and then on top of that, the clothes are not becoming gray sweatpants, gray workout pants. We got these spandex kind of pants that people wear uh, when they go work out. Uh, and, and even shopping, it, it, there's nothing mentionable. Uh, aside from it looks like people are just in their workout clothes the entire time, but nobody working out. Ain't nobody working out. Uh, so it's, it's very uninspiring. And I've, I've always highlighted pictures from the past. Like if you take pictures from the old Minnesota state fair back in the sixties or the fifties or grand Avenue, which is one of the main through fairs through St. Paul, uh, everybody is dressed up because they were going out in public. So it looks mm -hmm. much more, they were much more presentable. This is just, okay, I woke up Saturday morning cartoons and I'm going to go get some donuts at the grocery store. And it's it's very disheartening. Um, not even, again, not from a sexual sense, but like as a, a societal pride, like, oh, Team America. America, fuck yeah. yeah. We're going to eat some fucking donuts. Hey, now America, big <laughs> ass. We're going to look really <laughs> shitty and ugly. It doesn't... <laughs> But it so. becomes demotivational. And I know we slam on guys all the time. Like, go to the gym, do this, do that. And, well, I agree if you want to get the girls. Right. But, and not to sound defeatist, but, guys, take it from me. When you get to that finish line, I mean, Reed Cooper always says, right, like, women win at the finish line and fuck the winners, blah, 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 blah. But when you get there, most gals who wait for the winner, you don't want to win for. Get what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, 
is this my trial and tribulation? Are you sure there isn't another castle I might want to? No, no, okay. no. It, it is. Well, and this is going to be the, the essay I'm going to write is in part on this where I'm going to pull some data. But um, I and I've mentioned this theory before. It's going to be in part one of the supporting pillars of the, the thesis I'm going to write. Uh, it, it's becoming kind of apparent to me that sans male support without needing men uh we are now witnessing an experiment where you have government kind of more or less taking care of women that's mm-hmm. that what are women's natural reaction going to be and if now you don't need men for money we kind of see what is their natural behavior and that is they really don't want men uh i know a lot of people say oh women like to get fucked just as much as men i disagree with that um, women want men just as much as men want. I don't really see that because now without this financial incentive, like, oh, now you can just willingly choose to hang out. They don't. They they really, they've at least this latest generation or last generation and a half have chosen careers and educations over men. And I'm not even faulting women for that. It's, and you can see with their selection of men, why some of them may want to do that. But it's really interesting. There's not going to be, they're not, I, I get when, when feminists say we don't need men, they really mean it. Mm-hmm. And men are not a priority. So I think they were somewhat beheld into men in the olden days for protection and resources. Now that that is no longer the issue, what are they, be, they're, they really don't need you. And now they're going off and, and doing their own thing. And so, yeah, if they, and it's, it's sad. They're, you lose love, you lose flirtation, you lose beauty, you lose men being charming. I, I'd be curious if men are even capable of charm anymore or, or wit. Oh, uh, man, the, 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 reception, the receptive flirting, there is such a lack of that. Reciprocal. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Truth. There, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm serious. There is such a lack of back and forth with yeah. these women. Sparring. Yeah. You just can't have it. No. no you it's... just can't. Because there's a... So my main plate has a girlfriend. And I, every time I keep trying. And a, it's a game now. But she, there was something on Instagram. Like, who really cares? And she started following me again. I'm like, what are you doing? She's mm-hmm. like, oh, I saw you didn't follow me anymore. I'm like, and this is how you're trying to get my attention. You know you have my number, right? Gets way quicker. What's next? Stalking? No, I don't do that. Like, do what? She's like, you know what I mean? No, please do tell. And she starts that <laughs> that frowny face and things like that. I'm like, oh, I'm really curious. Oh, I could defollow you. Like, there's no, not oh, none. Like, I know. It's a joke. It's a fucking yeah. joke. Joke. Uh, so I screenshotted it, sent it to the main player, like, this is the shit I have to deal with. Now I understand why you don't like her. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 it, <laughs> but, Sean, oh. boy, there's, there's some, and you know who's a classic, a classical guy on this would be TJ Martinell because he knows all the old Bogart and Gary Grant sayings. Mm. And you could, you could spar 10, 15 years ago. There was a little bit of that. If you got a gal, it was really sharp. Now it, I, I you know, even again, not you throw a joke to a young gal today, not sexual. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like uh, take the fruit, 
swing at the ball. I know about you know guys. We can usually do it because we always give each other crass humor and jokes, so we get it. But man, you know, and and so I like I said. In other words, the point I'm making: there's not going to be anyone at the finish line. You have to want to go to the finish line to finish the line for yourself. That's why. Mm-hmm. But I would I would not get excited about that. Um, anyway, uh, merely comparing the issue of insufficient to create a genuine issue of material fact for trial. He added Klausner also said that women could not go forward with their claim that the USF discriminated against them by scheduling more games on artificial turf than mad men. (laughs) You're you're discriminating against them because of artificial turf. Fucking hell. I I, seriously, if whoever owns this, uh, the soccer team, should just you're a fool for continuing this. <laughs> you are a fool. These petulant like, oh, we're on turf. Oh, it's just sell the uh, team by a Nintendo. Be done gross. with it. I uh we don't have to go on. Uh, now related, uh Megan Arapaho. Uh, no, Rap Arapaho is a an Indian <laughs> uh, tribe. Sorry. I think we even no, that's Apache. Apache Arapaho Arapaho. Rap-a-ho. No, Rapino, Rapino, Megan Rapino is ready for a new gig. The two-time world champion offered to be Biden's vice president during an Instagram live with the presumptive Democrat nominee and his wife, Jill Thursday. I want to put you on the spot. I think I could still play soccer and do Yeah, because there isn't going to be a soccer season next year, Megan. But if you need a vice president, I'm just saying I'm available for an interview. We could talk logistics and details, put it on your list. See, what's scary is she actually is thinking that and it's this power you're talking about. Do they have a husband at home or significant other? Well, they might, but this gal's more more obsessed about power. At I mean, least it's not enough that she's the hid it. What's that? At least Palpatine hid it away. Right, right. But being the best soccer player is not enough for this woman. She has to. It's like Hillary Clinton. Can't you just be a mom and a grandma and a senator? Is that not enough? No, you got to be president. Um. No pressure, she added. Jill Biden had dyed part of her hair purple in honor of a rep of Parapino's signature look at the World Cup, said she would love that. Biden laughed and said his granddaughter, Maisie, who played soccer in high school and accompanied the then vice president to the 2015 World Cup, would too. Oh, God. And then, yeah, her, his wife dyed her hair purple. Joe Biden probably drives his Camaro very slowly. Uh, if he knows where it is oh god i don't have to i don't care good megan go run go run uh atham for two bucks female soccer who the f watches that anyway i guess enough people did i mean they they made it was very well broadcasted i mean it's possible um there's nothing i i want them to make as much money as absolutely possible but you can't put guns to people's heads be it fans or the taxpayer to gin up their revenue. Uh, Kevin McComber for two bucks. People also complain pro athletes make too much. No, they make as much as they're worth. Mm-hmm. That's as simple. Hey, Michael Jordan. God, what would his inflation adjusted income be? You know, and and uh, what's his name? Tiger Woods uh, with his sponsorships alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll make as much as they money they can make. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. And you have you have to think about those sponsorships as well because like when Tiger Woods drinks a Pepsi, well, because of marketing and psychology and things like that, a lot more mm-hmm. people want to have a Pepsi because they're a fan of him. 
So right. even though you think he makes money, the companies who sponsor him make make way more. Way more. It's just advertising expense for him. But he's he's become a personality. Okay, why do people advertise on my show? I mean, we don't have Procter and Gamble or Ford Motor Corporation advertising, <laughs> but we do have some local entrepreneurs and all that. Mm -hmm. We have some guys doing. It. Why do they advertise on the show? Because you have a rather big reach. Because I have a, I, I have a market value. Yeah. I have an audience. I have you Hanyakers that all tune in. And if I go and endorse something, it might be a product that you guys like and it'd be of benefit for you. So they pay me. Am I, am I, Jack, do you think I'm bitching and whining that I don't make as much as Tiger Woods? Mm -hmm. I should have a billion dollar Nike and I, I'm shitting my pants. I got people like, hey, someone's advertising on my show. Can you believe it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm, right? I know, right? I'm happy. I'm happy I get this. These gals are getting paid to play soccer and they get some, there's an endorsement. Megan, a rap, rap, no, rap in the hoe, probably got some huge <laughs> endorsement. Michael Phelps got the Wheaties thing. I mean, come on. Can't you just be happy? Remember oh, your what? first patron? No, who was it? I, no, just asking, do you remember your first patron? I couldn't no, be happier. I was like, whoa, whoa somebody oh, likes my funny. stuff. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, oh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin probably paid, well, who, who's a big famous person? He probably paid Cardi B more money on her CDs than he gave me this $2 here. Uh, I, like is Kevin a troll or is he serious? I don't care. He keeps paying. So what do I? Yeah, care? he can't be a socialist. He pays you. He has money. Ath <laughs> Athletes are paid by how much the league generates. Yeah, because you can't pay them more than the money you generate. It's economics. I know, right? <gasps> I know. Um, let me go through here. Whoa, we got a lot of super chats. Whoa. there's Kevin's. Uh, Robert Flores for ten bucks. Alt-USA short story. Government had a cabinet position called the handicapper. Ballet dancers are required to wear 20-pound weights. Swimmers were required to swim against the current. No one was allowed to excel. Yeah, it's called Harrison Bergeron. There's a hmm. short story where that's precisely what happens. And then I think they kill the couple that want to put on a dance. They, they, I think they get to the TV studio, they hijack the television, and they perform a beautiful dance with no... They're allowed to perform excellence. They're allowed to be better than other people. And then um, the guards, the government comes in, ends the broadcast, and kills them because no one is allowed to have be better. Uh, poo poo on Western society for two bucks. 10 out of 10 women love social. No, that's not correct. Mm, it's only no. seven out of 10. It's only seven. <laughs> no, based on voting, it's only seven out of 10. Really? 30, yeah. About 70% huh. of the women will vote Democrat. Like black women, 98 out of 100. Oh, wow. Okay, I might say something bold right now, well, but in hey, my is it gonna get me in trouble? No, not really, right, because it's right. my opinion and not necessarily. Well, all right. I have found that women tend to vote the same way the most dominant man in their life does. Okay, and if there is no man in their in your life, then they vote left. Yeah. By default. Right. They want the monies. You know why they do that, though, Jack? Why why 7 out of 10 women vote for socialism? Because they want to help the children. No, because they're strong, independent women that don't oh, need yeah. no fish. <sighs> they I don't think? need – they're so strong and independent. They don't need any man's money. They just need the government's money. Oh, yeah. did, did, you know, did you know they need a man like a fish needs a bicycle? 
Uh, Kevin McComber for two bucks. One million blue hair tattooed nonconformist gals. <laughs> yeah, okay, good, good for them. Rahul for a hundred uh, Indian rupees. Cappy, just hold the hobo d cheese bit. <laughs> what do you know what that is? No, oh. I know what he means by uh, Cappy, by just do the d hobo cheese, dick cheese bit. Yeah, I don't get the hobo dick cheese bit. What's the hobo dick cheese bit? I don't know. Kevin McCober, Google Aaron Clary on Urban Dictionary. Oh, I'm sure I'm a racist, bigoted, something, something, or whatever. Homophobic, sexist. Oh, I'm I'm a horrible person. That's why that's why I always speak directly to all people, regardless of race or color or, or gender, saying, stop doing stupid shit. Oh my God, can you believe that racist, sexist bastard? He told us to stop doing stupid shit. <laughs> he must think I'm stupid. Do you like Dennis Leary? Oh, yeah. oh, I knew it. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> I should be a psychologist. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Undead Knowledge for five bucks. This is Chris from Florida collecting my check as a teacher. Really do miss being in the classroom, though. Hope you both have a wonderful day. Well, we'll go. we got some good teachers out there. I imagine, like, now I used to substitute teach, and I teach college. And I love like you get a lot of human interaction. It was great because <clears throat> you could help a lot of people out. Um, and yeah, I could see teachers like missing that fix where it's like, Oh, Hey, but if you're a good teacher, if you're a teacher that like hates your children, which I'd say is about 90% of them, they are loving this, that they don't have to teach their kids and they're doing it from home and they're going outside and playing. They, uh, but the real teachers kind of miss their little rug rats. Uh, Poo poo on Western society for two bucks. He provides a link to YouTube. So I can't look that up. Uh, and then Ronan Boyle for two British pounds. I recommend United Royal Caribbean and golf soon. <laughs> okay. I'll go ahead. And he's always trying to get us to buy that, buy that stock. I haven't, I haven't done it yet. Um, Oh, do you got some time there, Jack? Yeah, of course. I just put my okay, sweater hang on. on. Let me, was, uh, Rahul for 100 uh, Indian rupees. Cabby, just do the hobo dick cheese bit from Tropic Thunder. I don't remember. Was that Les Grossman something about a hobo dick cheese? Oh, wait. Is that choking on the hobo's dick cheese? Something like that? I'd have to look it up to do it justice. I'd have to revisit it soon. Um, let's do this. I'm going to copy. Hang on. This is how we do this. This is how I save time, Jack. Mm -hmm. By being a cheap ass bastard. So we go to Aaron Clary and we find <clears throat> my podcast here. I click on this. I copy this. All right. And now I look at the timestamp 218. Now I email the guy answering your question at 218. <laughs> 218, you know, let's call it 30 seconds. It's misspelled seconds, that's all right. <clears throat> so now we can do asshole consulting and save myself 15 minutes in the day, which adds up. Are you ready? Yes. I'm 28 years old from Chicago, Illinois. I got my CDL at 19, but was too young to work as a truck driver. That's the CDL is the truck driving license. Because insurance companies did not want to insure me, so I went back to school. I'd sue the insurance companies for age discrimination is what I would have done. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I attended community college for two years out of pocket, got my general credits, became an EMTB because I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. I like the idea of being on a fire department. The excitement seemed great to me when I was young. I started working as an EMT in my early 20s and my early and mid 20s and went from $8 an hour to $11 an hour. Do you know why they're paid so little? No. Because everybody wants to become a fire department and EMT guy. Mm. There's a limit. That's like, that's like the male version of being a child early uh, elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. Why are elementary school teachers paid so little? Because there's a billion of you all applying for the same job. I attended paramedic school and ended up injuring my shoulder and obtained a minor hernia from lifting fatties day in and day out. Whoa. <clears throat> I did not want to make my injuries worse, so I went back to driving a truck and currently hauling garbage. I have zero debt, and I also have zero savings at this point. Well, at 28, that's not bad. That's no, really he, good. At least you have zero debt. Yeah, So he, he's doing good. He's doing good. I regret wasting my time in my 20s on the ambulance with nothing to show for it but lifelong injuries. Driving a truck, I currently make 25 an hour, 70 hours a week. I take home 1200 a week after taxes. I'm finally living comfortably right now. There is no heavy lifting on this job. After taxes and expenses, I could save 45000 cash per year driving a truck. Look at that guy, huh? Christ. Yep. Even during this quarantine, I'm still working 50 hours a week. He's essential. There's a 3% raise every year. No benefits, no PTO. I'm currently very happy making this amount of money and saved up 10000 within four months. I'm happy in my current job. There's no room for advancement. I was thinking of becoming a lineman, which requires a CDL, which I have, and the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers are willing to train me once I enter the union. My, my father has said I keep switching careers and should just stick to this job and save money up to put towards real estate. My goal now in life is to make as much money as possible to retire young in Colombia or Costa Rica before I'm 40. Well, go to Colombia and Costa Rica first before you figure you want to retire there. And 40 is way too early to retire. You'll get bored out of your mind. you become an alcoholic. You put a bullet in your head because you, there's nothing to do. Hmm. I feel like I would make way more money becoming a traveling lineman. But at the same time, I am weary because of my sh- shoulder injury and minor hernia. But I feel like lifting fatties off the ground is much tougher than the body on the body than lifting cables as a lineman. I feel I should be physically fine as a lineman. The question is whether I should stay in my current steady job or take a risk and become a lineman in the near future for more advancement as skills and more money. All right. What is the correct answer here? Young Jack. Well, should you risk it? I mean, uh, first of all, do some research in all of this. Like, will you be guaranteed of a job? Don't take risks when it comes to this. You have a very good job. How much? 45000 a year you can save up? I mean, kid, first of all, do your research before you take such a jump when you're settled right, right. now. If you don't take the risk, you won't lose anything either. If you do take the risk, you're going to lose the 45000 a year. Before switching from a CDL driver who makes 70 grand a year, admittedly with some overtime, okay, makes 72, 73, whatever he said it was, what mm-hmm. might he want to research first before becoming a lineman? Well, probably the future stability of a lineman. Even more so than that, because the Bureau of Labor Statistics is historically horrible at predicting the oh. future viability of, of industries and jobs. But what else can we look on the Bureau of Labor Statistics? The current offer? The, yeah. What, are they, what is the median pay? The median pay is 65700 per year. Now, so that's less. probably <clears> – <throat> that's less. Now, does that include overtime? Da, 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 da. 
But that's median. That's an experienced lineman. He's already making that money driving truck. Now, if he can go study to become a lineman, like if there's classes that he could take part-time while driving truck, sure, it's not going to hurt you to have a lineman skill or acid. But me just pulling this little quick research right now, it's it's not worth it financially. You're making just as much as you would. Would you make a little bit less if it was only 40 hours a week? Yeah, sure. But you're making it. He's saving $45,000 a year. Mm-hmm. He likes his job. You're not going to make that much more as a, as a lineman. He'd have to work his way up to $66,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So I see nothing wrong with him. Keep on doing what he's there's not Guys, there's nothing wrong with driving truck. No. You, you don't want to be the teacher. You don't want to be the social worker. You don't want to be the nonprofit that's constantly begging and panhandling for money. And you it's not how much you make, it's how much you save. This is why frugality and minimalism is is actually more important than what you do. I mean, you have to do something important and good. But I've seen so many engineers marry some spendy liberal arts majoring pain in the ass who just blows through all their money. And then there's guys like you, good blue collar work, your plumbers, your electricians, your truck drivers, you make your 60,000 a year, but you ain't got no bitch spending your fucking money. And now you all, and I only come home with 45,000 a year. (laughs) Can you imagine the day all women wake up and finally realize, Eyes, that it's the blue collar guys no, they want. They, no, it's all no, we've already we've already talked Never. about it. No, they Never. want status. They want to be able to go to their other girlfriends and say, My husband is a investment. He has a degree. We don't have to go. We, we, oh we're we're done. God. You know what it all means? My <clears throat> husband can go this much into debt. They don't know. They don't even know what debt is, Jack. I'm, I'm being deadly serious. I saw it. They don't, many old women divorce their husbands. What do you mean my husband doesn't have any money? We got all this stuff. Where's the money? They don't understand debt. Nope. All right, Juan Carrera, we got to finish this up real quick and we got to get out of here. For $1.99, check out the article. I just DM'd you on Facebook. Okay, Juan, I'll, I'll check it out. Probably be later. Poo-poo on Western society, Western society for 20 bucks. Have you ever heard of McChuggernitz before? He is a spoiled millennial who lives with his dad. He posts videos on, oh, it's Tugger Nuts. That's from Tropic Thunder. I thought I thought that's what he was, because uh, he called Speed Tugman Tugger Nuts. Michael McConaughey, or uh, yeah, whatever. My, yeah. All right. He posts videos entitled with the word Psycho. His dad would destroy his video games because he doesn't have a job. Uh, I'd love to send a copy of the book, How Not to Become a Millennial to his dad. But his dad didn't raise him right. Uh, and that's it for the super chats. Uh, so we're all good there. Um, now, Jack, let's explain this for tomorrow. You want? I'm going to have you do my show if we can tomorrow because yes. I'm going to be driving to Chicago. You want to have it on your site? Yeah. Do you want the super chat money from this site? From this one? Right. No. If you do it on this chat, you don't. Okay. So we'll have you do it on your site tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's do that then. <clears throat> I will give you the option. It'll be a lot easier. What I need you to do is set it up. Give me the link, like set it up uh, on YouTube. Send me yep. the link and then I'll promote that. So yep. tomorrow while I'm driving to Chicago, uh, Jack will be doing Good Morning Corona Chan. Me and Chad will probably do a podcast uh, while I'm over there. On, Real quick. Uh, because yeah. 
the Twitter DMs, you said Wednesday. So which one you want, tomorrow or Wednesday? Tomorrow I, or Wednesday. No, I, I had you on Wednesday. I wanted the Masculine Geeks to do – I had you for tomorrow, Masculine Geeks for Wednesday. If you could do it tomorrow, please do it. Um, I will do tomorrow. And I will I guess I'll check up with um, with uh, maybe TJ or somebody. I guess not everybody Masculine Geeks got jobs or something. Uh, they could do it. <laughs> yeah, I can do it at 5 p.m. my time. So okay. that's that's two Whatever hours that ago is. from where you're now. So that's 10 a.m. tomorrow, yeah. roughly. Okay, yeah. well, set it up. Send me the link. I'll tweet it out. So everybody, Jack will be handling uh, the show tomorrow. Have whoever you want on. No genuine racial shit. No, no. genuine sex. It must be constructively criticismed. And uh, what else? Yeah, well, we're no anti-Jew shit. <laughs> No, I don't. I know I don't have to worry about you on this, but there's not, like if you invite some people on, I could just see it. I could just see it now. I'll I won't. Wait. I won't do that. Here, I know this. I know this person. Women like blue color men. If man has a sexy uniform, my man is a cop, and he constantly has women throwing themselves at him because he looks good in uniform. That is true. If you have a uniform, that helps out. So that's, so that's it. All right. If you guys would like to help out the show, you may by going to olderbrother.com slash donate. There's a PayPal donation button. You don't get anything for that. There is a Patreon link where you can become a patron member and you get access to all my behind-the-scenes stuff, of which I should probably upload something before I take off for tomorrow. Uh, that includes some podcasts called The Road Trip Podcast, Pinups of Mary Joe, and access to the best article I've ever written, Sanity is the Future of Wealth. Uh, and then if you also like to do all your shopping online through my Amazon affiliate link, that's the third link at olderbrother.com slash donate. You just click on the Amazon link. And you do your online shopping there, and I get a three to five percent commission and cut. Now it used to be seven to six, but you know Jeff Bezos doesn't fucking need me, and so fuck you. So <laughs> that's basically what it boils. I'm surprised the that program has lasted as long as it did. And that's it. Uh, will you take us out correctly, Jack? <clears throat> Toodles. <laughs>